tell you. It is Christmas Day. 64 degrees. Okay, so <laughs> you are so not freezing. Which is kind of sad. Up here. So so now it's on the record. So I can pass this around to all the Michiganders. Oh no, they 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 burnt that bit. One of the mitt. One of the mitten. You're not one with the mitten anymore. That's right. That's right. Now you run from the ice. I run. Don't you run from me. That's right. Christmas Day. Whiny Monday. Why? Like that shit. That's not good. You need to do that again. That was a good one, right? That was like, I mean, I felt that in my like loins. <laughs> it didn't feel loins? Hell yeah, I could feel it. Like it was like in the chair. I could feel like the the, the concussive nature of the popping. Cause I today I'm back on the Rossi again. So <laughs> it's Christmas, so I have to drink the Rossi. Know what I'm saying? Oh, there she go with the shampoo again. Yeah, get my get my pour on. I think we need to. I think we need to. We need to cut. See all that bubble. See, hear that? You hear that? All that bubble. See that ain't right. You say ah. You ain't drink nothing. You're not supposed to say ah and not drink anything. You're supposed to say ah. After you take a sip, I will sip. Take a sip in a moment, but and I have to get situated you gotta here. Gotta sip and swallow, and then break out your eye. <laughs> That's how that's supposed to work. I gotta get back under the blankets. Oh God, up here under blankets. In leggings. You know, I got into the seventies today. T-shirt, right? sweatshirt. Yeah, I was out for a walk. Told you, got a cramp while I'm Tomorrow, seventy-three. Wednesday, seventy-three. Thursday, 69. Friday, 77. Hey, that'll I'll be, be nice. back in shorts again. Nah. Yeah, 77 degrees. I'm going to leave here and it'll probably be in the 60s. You yeah, that's when I was wearing shorts. shorts. Huh? You won't be back in shorts. Hell yeah. Friday? Oh, hell yeah. Be back in shorts. The problem is... The rooms in the building are really cold. Right. You won't be back in shorts. Maybe I should wear some capris. Because, you know, they, they, they're they like warm and cool at the same time. My new I slacks that I just capris. got, they're really a weird cut. Yeah, they're cut all right. They're really short and they're not a petite. And I went back off. to the website where I bought them and that's actually how they're supposed to fit. I look like Pee Wee Herman. And I'm a okay, midget. Okay, Karen, FYI. 
You don't look like Pee Wee Herman. Okay, with the short leg flood. Look like I'm expecting a flood. Okay, that's just capris, though. No, they're slacks. They're no, no, supposed no. to be slacks. But you, if you called them capris, what would anybody say? They wouldn't even know. I guess. Because you call them capris. And I call them floods. You call them capris, and I say they, they look like... Ugh. <laughs> they look like... Ugh. Like, no. Like, stop that. They're just a little bit I think bit capris of, look really okay. I think capris look okay on people with skinny calves. Yeah, I don't For have some that. reason. If you have skinny calves, it's like it doesn't... It like, it looks okay. And, I, and that I probably is men and women, even though men with the capri thing is so not cool. But it's the... I have some women are, with like big old fat calves and then capris. It's like they never it never looks right. I don't know what it is. It's, I think it's it, something in the. It's if the capri are are tight. Like I have those denim ones, the jean ones, that are really tight on my my legs because that's the style. The cankle. Not on my cankles. <laughs> I don't have cankles. Okay, now you really want to go there on yeah. whiny Monday Christmas edition that you cankles. don't have cankles? I don't. Because don't make me get the boy. He has cankles. He got them from you. Okay, that might be, but I don't have them. Yes, I, I, you do. You couldn't even find an ankle if you tried. I can too. Man, please. I have ankles. You'd have to sprain it to find it. Dude. <laughs> Y'all hear the kind of nonsense oh, I have to put up with. Whiny Monday. Whiny Monday. Whiny Monday. I have one major thing to whine about on Whiny Monday this week. I've been whining about it all day. Hopefully next year I will not have to whine about this. All of my Christian friends better be listening. Because I want the day off on Christmas. Right. I am tired of working on Christmas. Right. This is some bullshit. Six years, man. Six years. Bullshit. No, no. Well, let's see. Yes. No, because in no. Benchy, we didn't work on Christmas. And I don't Christmas. think Wei Ming worked on Christmas. No, but remember, they tried to make us go to that big, huge meeting and yes, dinner thing. Still, still. And we, we refused because it was in our contract saying that we didn't have to. Not worried about contracts. They didn't work. They didn't teach. There was no school on that day. No, they just had massive meetings, like all no, they day just, meetings. Yeah, they they let all the kids be home, and then they tried to bring all the staff in to do meetings, and then they had some dinner where they were all going to get drunk and have sex with each other, and then you know, yeah, then half the half the staff would be pregnant, and then they get a new staff in the fall, and have the, that's what they were trying and to have do. all the foreigners get up and Perform shuck and jive and for them. Yeah, yeah, coon and shit. Because, you know, we're nothing but monkeys on display. Yes, I know this. So, yeah, that's that's what I got to whine about. That the fact that, like, for example, I work for another company at a school. There's no reason why I couldn't be off. Right. You know, they could they could just say, this company, our employees, get this day off. We can either give the students the day off, have them come in. On, on Monday evening instead of Sunday night, especially right. in this case because Christmas is on a Monday. They come in on Sunday anyway. Or just let them all come to school on Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. 
and let the kids be off. Seeing as though half of their classes every day are taught by, you know, our company. And they could, they could do that. They could, you know, press that issue for different days, Thanksgiving, Christmas. They could do that. They do it in their main campus. Yeah, they're all off for two weeks. You know, they get an actual vacation. Yep. They don't just get a day off like we do for New Year's. We get a day off. And New it's Year's so day. funny because they actually promote that as three days off. What? It's like, people, we don't work Saturday and Sunday anyway. That's not a three-day off. That is that is a weekend and one day. Which the entire country gets that day off. Right, but it's still one work day off. Right. Yep. You know, we're not getting anything special. Nope. They should they should they should do something because honestly it's it's oh it is just yet it's yet another reason why we should not stay in China and why Westerners should not come to China. It's just another reason why they shouldn't do it. Yeah. Or at least when you're looking at different like prospects for jobs. You right. better get that holiday schedule. Right. You better get that holiday schedule up front and find out what days do they get off. Because if they say, oh, you're going to be a contracted worker that works through another company. And then, you know, we don't work on that day. And they'll tell you, we don't work on that day. But then you get to wherever you're contracted, wherever right. that school is. And all of a sudden that school is open. Yep. You know, which yep. is funny because this is a private school. The whole school could be closed. They have no reason to be open. Nope. All the other international schools are closed. Yeah. I know because they came to visit today. You know? Which I think is crazy. You left the school. Why would you come back to the school? I don't know. It's That's not like you graduated from the school. It's nope. not like you have a good relationship nope, with the they school. they were just there last year. You left and chose not to come back for various reasons. I don't think the, the school or the students see that at all like we see it like why would you go back to visit and they're not going back to visit the school let's be clear and they're definitely not going back to to visit necessarily teachers they are going back to visit to see their classmates because on the weekends unless they work to come together on the weekends they don't have time to come together on the weekends so they really don't get to see each other you know Especially if they live far away from each other. This was the place where they did meet. Right. You know, if they live all the way in Guangzhou and then somebody else lives in Shunda, they don't get really it. They may never see each other. Right. Because Guangzhou is two, three hours, two, it's an hour and a half from us. And Shunda's. Hour and a half? Is it that far? Yeah. Are you sure? It took an us hour an hour and, and 20 minutes to get from here to our hotel. That sounds like a lot. No. Takes me an hour and twenty minutes to get from here to the embassy. Shunda's and Shunda is an hour and a half the other direction. Right. So, so those kids may it's never three see each other. hours from each yeah. other. That's what I'm saying. They may never see. I mean, they talk to each other on WeChat and stuff like that, but they don't. They it's may not, not the see same. each other. So that's one of the other reasons. Now, why would I go from Guangzhou all the way back here just to visit for a day? I don't know why they would do that. That I don't understand. And see, the the funny thing is that 
Well, the thing that I, it's not funny. The thing that I don't like is the school itself follows the public system. Yeah. When they don't have to, but they they do. And being a private school, these other schools where these kids are coming from that have the day off, they are coming from a private system. Right. They're not following the the public schools. So basically this is now just a management decision by the headmaster of the school that just sits back and says, oh, I'm old. I'm I'm raggedy and I'm wretched and I think we sh- they should be at school because all the other schools are at school. Right. Not because we're different. And they don't want to be different. That's what came out of our meetings last week. They don't want to have anything to do with being separate from the Chinese system. And that's what our that's one of the reasons why students are leaving in these international programs because they're basically taking Gao Kao preparation classes right while they're supposed to be doing international studies mm. just like the Baywai students yeah. are, what I found out the Baywai students are now the ones I guess the new ones or the I think they're they're not even going to leave the school anymore they were doing like uh I think one year here and two years in Beijing or two years here and one year in Beijing mm-hmm. for their program, Beijing's not taking them anymore. Oh. I think they either lost the ability to send them there or they're just not, they've lost that connection between the two places. So now that program is basically just Gaokao. They don't do anything really all that different from all the other students, but they're now, they're part of the international programs, but they don't go anywhere. They never leave. They stay in China the whole time. Um, how is it international? I don't know because they only have like one teacher, I think, that teaches them in English. Is she Chinese? No, no, no. It's a foreigner that teaches in English, oh, like oh, one oh. class. And that's it. Oh. I don't know how many times that class meets, but I think it's like at least four or five times a week. But, yeah, that's it. That's all they got. And, basically, these kids are walking around doing absolutely nothing all day long. These Literally all day long. These are the kids that go to the bathroom long. 50 times yeah, in class. Yeah, all day long. Nothing. I walk by. The, the Chinese teachers are doing nothing with them, and they're doing nothing. Oh. So. That's a waste of money. I thought it was. Uh, so, yeah, they're just worthless. Well, hopefully we won't have to worry about this next year. Well, you know, going to a Catholic nation, they will be all over I'm looking forward to a Christmas vacation. I'm looking forward to an Easter break. Christmas, New Year's, Easter. Just put them back in in play, man. Well, Well, Thanksgiving, I don't know, because Thanksgiving is not everywhere. Yeah, it's not. It's not. We aren't necessarily. If we go to Mexico, for example, we won't get a Thanksgiving. Yeah. Probably no Thanksgiving there. But they have lots of cool other holidays that they celebrate. We'll get to truly experience a Dia de los Muertos. You're going to learn how to say that right, right? Yeah, please. Tell me how to say it properly. God, you and your pronunciation is absolutely. I'm trying. Migringa. You're just awful. 
keep practicing. Listen, I'm watching the TV show. I mean, now. if you wrote that down and actually said it like it yeah. looks, you probably do it, say it better. But see, you've been saying it wrong for so long. Yeah. Now for your tongue just, years. just muddles it all together, and it comes out this weird thing that, you know. Netflix has Spanish TV, so I'm taking advantage of that. I'm watching a really funny TV show called Fabuloso Flores. Have you watched Gordelay and Flaca? It's not on Netflix. <laughs> Sabado Gigante? It's not on the Netflix. <laughs> but I'm digging oh, I can't remember. What Fabuloso Flores. Super, not Super Blah Blahso. But what's the other show that I used to watch? It was like, Soul, I used to call it Soul Train on the Beach. Oh, I love that one. Oh, I cannot remember. Watch it Saturday mornings. Yeah, it was Saturday mornings. That sh- that shit was almost as good as softcore porn. Who? Cool, Cause those women were fire. Holy oh yeah, hell. it was awesome. Cause they were. It was like Soul Train on the Beach, which meant bikinis. Bikinis. And, and they were. I think. I think Latinas. they take that in like Miami. Yeah. And then they would go. If there was like a live performance somewhere, they would go on location, but it wasn't live during the show. It was just taped. Right. But it was taped like in a beach setting. Yep. So when they went to like say that performer, that next performer performing for the show taped, the people in the crowd were in bikinis and, and bathing suits. You know what I right. mean? So it's like the whole show was in that mode, yep. but they may not be in one place. They could be all over the place because sometimes you'd see it pop up. And it would say where they were, like yeah. the city they were in. But man, I'm Saturday sitting here watching were awesome these because of that. These music videos, because I decided one day I was going to listen to all Spanish music. So I'm watching the music videos, and it kind of like it's bringing me back to you know when I was young and listened to the Spanish music all the time. And Keegan was sitting here next to me, and I looked at her. I said. You realize they're going to show a whole lot more skin in these places. The Like women just walking around and they show a whole lot more skin than they do in China. She's like, yeah. I said, that means my skin gets to come back. And she said, ugh. It rolled her okay, eyes. What does, what does the threat of my skin gets to come back mean? That I wasn't a threat. I was just saying no, it I'm sounds, so excited. It sounded a lot like a threat. There's what no is, threat. What are you trying to say? That means I get to show the girls again, and I'm not going to cause traffic jams and traffic accidents. And But that was because of the, the, the soul glow that you had. That's not it. It's because my breasts are bigger than every woman. If you took every woman in this building and put all their breasts together, you wouldn't get my right titty. Okay, but what I'm saying is you. it was the... It was the brightness that caused people to, the to, soul to, glow. to run into <laughs> things. And it was the it was the glow. It was, it was you got that glow. It was my yeah, Patronus. Exactly, exactly. Yes, we watched the we watched Harry Potter the other oh, night. Oh, I need that shirt. Boobies are my Patronus. That would be awesome. I've already got the boobies. I just need are my Patronus on it. Oh, oh Lord. That Ooh. would be awesome. The boobies like are my Patronus. Because yeah, they glow on the shirt. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. What great. have I done? That would be You bought the boobies shirt. shirt yeah. I didn't even ask for no boobies shirt. So that was all you. And nobody got it. But, you know. China. It was cute. It was funny. I got it right away. Because I was like, why would you give me a woman's shirt? I didn't get you a woman's shirt. I got you a little Halloween bees. See we'll it? see on... 
the way the plate the bees are placed are placed over boobies and if a woman was wearing it then there would be lumps under the bees it looks like a woman's shirt it's not a woman's shirt I, i'm telling you it looked like a woman's shirt it was a men's shirt bought it in the men's shirt section that's all right i can rock boobies though all right you got boobies no no, no i ain't got no boobies the boo, but I can, I can promote them. Yeah, I promote booby health. I'm a fierce defender of the booby. Save the bees, damn it! Save the bees. <laughs> yeah, the children said that. Um, I was like a Patronus. When I walk out, the glowing, smoky thing coming off the top of your head, and you know, okay, I'm telling you, if if you walked outside, in now, granted, you probably don't want to do this because you're not that young anymore. But hey. sorry, you're not. You need to. You need to be like me. I got old man clothes now. But my girls you gotta, you gotta, you gotta start. You gotta, your 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 girls hang low. There's the, the 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 rest of that sentence. So what you what you got to do is you got to have age appropriate clothing that show off the Cleveland. Yeah, that's what yeah, I want. But age appropriate. I'm not because I don't think you have any age appropriate clothing. I do too. I bought a whole bunch of new clothes. Mm, they're here. Yeah. I believe you. I just don't need to wear them because I don't do anything or go anywhere. So I wear. T-shirts and leggings or capris every day. Sexy. But when we were out, when we traveled this summer, I had all brand new clothes. You did? Yep. Yeah, I missed that. I must have been drinking. You were. I was, <laughs> Hell yeah. Summertime. Hell, some of them I was taking the tags off before I was packing. Like, literally took the tag off, folded up, put it in the... The suitcase. Is there a way to not literally take the tag off? Yeah. You half-ass do it, I guess. <laughs> oh, my. One day I'm going to have a whole <laughs> podcast about things that we say. What's the what's my favorite one? Uh, the thing that people say that's not a word. Oh, what is it? I'm not telling you. Come on, say it. You know what I'm talking about. Irregardless. Yeah, there it is. It's not a That's word. That's like an English teacher's dream right there. Irregardless is an awesome You know word. that people say it so much now. It's a word. That it's now it's a word. It's a word. Makes me want to vomit. Not regardless. Just like when, when uh, look, I'm calling her out on blast. It's going to be blasted. Don't, don't, don't do it's going to be blasted. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just throw your shade, but don't, don't, don't call no names now. I have don't a say family. it even sounds like that. I have don't a even, don't pull a mentalek and say it sounds like Bill Grant. Don't do that. I have a family member that instead of saying okay. reached. Wretched. She wretched. Yes, but wretched is that no. southern thing, man. She's not southern. But she's been there. I if don't I, care. If I, if I went back to Tuskegee. You going to wretch around and. I might wretch around. Trying to wretch Hell for yeah, that person over there. I might wretch there. around. I, I might. I'm telling you. It's it just. It, just like if I go to the Northeast and I go back to Delaware, all I got to do is sit there for a, a, maybe a week of talking to people. My voice will change. I My sound will change. And I haven't spoken like that 
since 1990. Okay. But that sound, like if I just sit there and talk to George, my sound will change. I can hear it changing as I'm sitting there. So I'm not, you know, I, I couldn't, I can't do that on demand though. Maybe because I've never really lived somewhere where I could speak my own language with a different accent or hearing the different accent in my own language. You're saying you can't speak in the vernacular. I can speak in the vernacular. No, I'm saying. But I don't speak Southern. Why not? Well, you never lived there, though. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's because of that. Shit, Living mean, outside of the country, I, I I've never hit. I can get down if I need to get that. down. I just, it's only, it's only, it usually happens over time of just being there and hearing people talking. And the next thing you know, if I, like, for example, the longest that we've been in Tuskegee is like two or three days. Yeah, but you change within hours. Right. It doesn't take long. It's all I got to do is be there for a little bit of time and it will begin to just start coming out. It's and like, I'm not trying to make it no, come no, out. No, no, no. I'm not trying to fit in. I'm just talking. And all of a sudden, the more a, you laugh and joke with your friends, the more drinks you have, the more comfortable you are. Beware of the drinks, especially it just that white lightning slips stuff. Slips on out. That white lightning. Beware that shine. Stay away from that shine. Like NWA said, don't drink that wine. Stay away from that shine. <laughs> as he pours as he pours himself another glass of that wine. Well, hell yeah, it's fucking Christmas. I got me and Rossi are hanging today. Shit, I'm almost half the bottle gone. No. Oh, 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 no, no. Really? Oh. Yeah, take a look. You better, you better Maybe I should have bought you two. better I said that. You better recognize. Me and Rossi, Christmas. I ain't teaching all week anyway. Movies all week? No, no, no. Absolutely not. My kids would get too bored with that. They don't, they don't, they wouldn't know how to assimilate the information they were getting into learning something. They would only see it as useless time. Yeah, because that's what they're taught. Right, they're taught that. What I plan to do is um, take this week, because, you know, Coming from corporate America, the week that is after Christmas and before New Year's is basically a throwaway week anyway. Right. Okay. So that's in my head. You're not really doing a whole lot of new stuff. We got the day off on New Year's. You're basically going to start fresh on Tuesday. And you have half a day on Tuesday. (laughs) Yippee. Yeah. So (laughs) I... What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through, since I have not done it prior to Christmas, because we were pounding out lots of content and and lots of stuff, because basically at the end of this, the end of January, they, well, the, like the 20th, 20th, around the, between the 20th and the 26th or somewhere around there are their finals. So okay. I, I, I'm going to give them kind of this kind of break week off. Finish up whatever I'm doing, review, test, end of the term. Yeah. So, this week is a light week, and what? But it's light, but it's not light because it's all the traditions, the culture, and the history around Christmas and New Year celebrations. 
So what traditions are you teaching them about? Oh, man. Everything I find. Pagan. Krampus. I'm, I'm digging into all of that. Because they don't... And, and uh, from what I understand... From, from talking to people today, even some Westerners don't understand that there is an evil aspect to Christmas as done by Europeans. There's right. not it's not just one sided. It actually has two sides. They don't know the not why there's a naughty or nice list. Right. But they also don't realize that the coal in the stocking was Krampus. Right. And they don't know that. Because that's not taught outside right. of Europe, essentially. Well, it well, wasn't that's taught because... when I was in I mean it was you weren't it was you were naughty or nice and um Santa Claus not Saint Nicholas, but Santa Claus was the one that decided what naughty and nice was, and then you got the appropriate gift, right, or punishment based on your behavior, right. But it was all doled out by Santa Claus. You see, he was the one checking the list and all of that. Right. That was all Santa Claus. It was like Krampus and Santa Claus got mixed into one. Well, to be fair, like I had never even heard of Krampus. Until, I don't know, maybe eight or nine years ago? There's been a movie, you know. Really? Oh, yeah. There is a movie. I thought about downloading it and trying to check it out. See if it's really worth it, but I have a feeling it's going to be a little too... Gory? Well, just a, well, a little too movie and not based on like the legends of Krampus. It's going to be well, like set in modern times. And they I want, have stuff I on see YouTube the, you could download. Like, I want to see the... The, the stuff about legend. Yeah. You know, because that's where it comes from. But isn't that, isn't Krampus German? Uh, Krampus is European. It's not just German. It's well, all over Europe. They, because Krampus traveled with St. Nicholas. They yeah. go together. And they would, and basically look at you and naughty in the basket you go with Krampus. Right. Nice. St. Nicholas hooks you up. So they were traveling buddies. They literally traveled together. Which is why parents tell the children to be good for goodness sakes. Because you don't want to be snatched up. And yeah, you, in the you don't be thrown. You can be taken away, you know. And Krampus was literally like that devil, that picture of that devil, but he's all black. Yeah. So Krampus is, and which is interesting because Krampus has become, in the modern day, in the parades and stuff, he's like all white. Well, which I've is seen interesting, but in the past, in all the old depictions, he's black with his red tongue sticking out, horns like a devil, and and that's with legs of a goat. I've never seen him depicted as white. I've only de seen him depicted as search, black. Do a search. I'm going to go to Google. And just do Krampus and images. You'll see a whole bunch of white heads. And that's not, I don't think that's the classic Krampus. But they've got to understand that, because basically I showed the students Polar Express, and then I showed them um, A Christmas Carol. Mm. And both of those deal with ghosts or spirits, both of them have parts that are scary. And they. I know in my questions, mm -hmm. I ask them, why is there scary things in Christmas? And they're not supposed to be able to answer that. 
Right. But it's supposed to lead to this next part of dealing with Krampus. Right. Saint Nick. Sinterklaas. All of these things that. Yeah, man. Man, look up. Look up Santa Claus on Wikipedia. You'll get all these names. And they're different things. They're not the same thing. And we have been told over the years that, oh, St. Nicholas is Santa Claus. It's like, no, St. Nicholas is not Santa Claus. They are not synonymous. Right. Santa Claus is that invention of, of like, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yes. That's a different, totally different thing. This idea of this fat guy and the big, you know, big belly and the rosy cheeks and where he lives in the North Pole and blah, 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 and, you know, bringing cheer and toys and all that that's not any of those things that they had in europe you know it's a totally different idea so that's what i'm going to be doing for the rest of this week and doing the the new year celebration so i'm going to do the christmas the the religious the historical the pagan right because that's going to lead for my students in year one that's going to lead them because we're going to get to rome yeah, you, you see, need it's that. gonna it's yep. gonna feed into this idea, and it's all gonna be they're gonna be introduced to a lot of this stuff because they've already been introduced to the calendar, which they do AD and BC and right. CE and BCE. So they've already gotten some connection to why did that change and Jesus, and then there's the they've already done the ancient Hebrews. You see, so they're they they're getting it, but I need to I need to tie it all together, and by, hopefully by the end of the year, it will be tied up enough that they will have gotten a nice picture of from ancient Mesopotamia through the Romans and the effects of Rome coming into Europe. Because yeah. basically, we're going to be talking about the effects of Rome coming into Europe this week, even though our chapter is on India. Right. So I'm kind of stepping away from India just to do this week. And then we'll, we will end up revisiting it at the end of the term. And so it ties all that together and it ties the two terms together because we're going to have Easter in the second term. Right. So, you know, this it's this all kind website, of convoluted, but at least it. This website it about works. Krampus says December 5 belongs mm-hmm. to Krampus. If you mm-hmm. survive, you might get presents. Yep. Now, there was there's a festival for yeah, Krampus. They have balls like like dances and stuff yep. and there's parades now yeah, these, the, today. Yeah, the young men will don carved wooden masks, mm-hmm. cowbells and chains and elaborate costumes to run through town in Krampus runs, frightening and sometimes beating bystanders. Goodness. Krampus is no joke, man. And hmm. and uh Sinterklaas is see? uh Dutch. Yeah. Krampus but it's not just is Dutch. Austrian. You have to look at what does that well, it character says the, mean. It says the next day though is Nicholas Dog Saint Nicholas Day. The same Saint Nicholas whose Dutch name Sinterklaas Evolved into Santa Claus. In other words, it's time for presents for the little girls and boys. 
That is, all the ones who haven't already been beaten, damned, or drowned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Punishment, man. Aaron, Krampus is coming for you. Why? What did I do? It's what you didn't do. You haven't. He's. We never have to worry he's about our children. Down. He's going down. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that's what we're going to be exploring this week is these these cultural things. Are you talking and about I need how? Them, and I need them to ask questions about it because they don't know any. Like I said, Merry Christmas, everybody. And they all said, Merry Christmas. I said, why do you say Merry Christmas? And they all stopped. Mm. They had no clue about what Mary, even Mary was. And then Christmas, they didn't know what Christmas was. So it's like, you guys are just repeating what someone said but you have no idea i was like that's what we'll be doing this week that's why we have a sign on our front door to our buildings that says mary m-a-r-r-i why but then i was looking at it today and it looked like it says l-l-a-r-i-s and i was like larry's Larry's. Larry's Christmas. Larry, it's Larry's, Larry's Christmas. Christmas. And, and you Freaking know, Larry, why got why Larry got to get all the good shit? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Fucking Larry. Christmas. Why Larry always? Why can't we have nice things? Why is it always Larry? I just wonder if all of the misprinted shit ends up here mm-hmm. because nobody knows anyway. Oh, I, I think I think it goes further than that. Honestly. So, you have a a, a, a a jersey. Remember we used to see the yeah, jersey yeah, said yeah. BNA on it? Yep. And we would just laugh at the kids and say, that's a, that's a fake and it should be NBA? Yep. I have a feeling that those were just printed wrong. On purpose. No, not on purpose. They were printed wrong. Oh, like, And yeah. these are the ones that, that they said, okay, that's wrong. That's the misprint. Throw that away. Yeah. And they didn't throw it away and they just put it out there for sale. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I Do think that's what they're the doing. All the misprints end up here. But wait, you're saying misprints. I'm talking about like, uh, what do they call those in, in clothing? The ones that are just a little bit off. The seam is just a little bit wrong or it's just a little oh, bit crooked. I know what you're talking or about. I can't My mom used to get those all the time. I have a feeling that that's what they're doing. Anything that's, they're still selling it. They're going to find a way to sell yeah, the thing. because they can't take a loss. Right. And so then instead of sending, it doesn't go out. Because you can tell. A lot of the stuff is supposed to not be in the country. It's all stuff that's like essentially American. Right, better then, quality than it would normally yeah, be. And then it would, it would, should have been gone, but it was, something was wrong about it. And so they sold it locally. Right. Which I guess, you know, why waste? But the other side of that is... Then it just looks like you don't know what you're doing. Right. Yep. You know, it, it's kind of sad, but, you know, it's like it's like uh, like my Nikes. You know, maybe they're not really. I don't know that your Nikes are fake, but they are definitely. They're not the same um, quality, though. No, they're not the same you know, quality. They're low quality. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, I have a feeling. Oh, that word is right there on the top of, tip of my tongue and I can't get it to come That's out. That's got to be uncomfortable. It is. It's just sitting there, kind of doing a little jig. Okay, dancing jigs on the tongue. That's got to be not good. That's like the little boy that puts his tongue on the pole. <laughs> Gets his. You know, that's the same little boy from the toy, right? Yeah, 
I tried to get the children to watch a Christmas movie with me today, and they they didn't want to do it. <coughs> I've got a, a a Robin Williams Christmas movie that I don't think I've ever seen. It's like something like Merry Friggin' Christmas or something like that. I don't know that I could do Robin Williams right now. I'm not ready. What do you mean you're not ready? I'm not ready. I still I haven't watched anything Robin Williams. Hey, you better watch Robin. I can't. I can't do it. I, sometimes oh, I scroll by and see the Mork and Mindy, and I'm like, mm, I can't. Hey, you better watch Robin. Hurts too much. Though. Nah, it don't hurt too much. It's it's kind of strange how. It's not like it's not like listening to Maurice White saying "Be ever wonderful." No, it was. It's not like listening to Whitney and Christina. See, when Christina was a little girl. And oh. I'm standing in the kitchen <laughs> sobbing my eyes out. I couldn't even contain myself. It was like ripping at my soul. I was like, two singers of the one song both did. And then, you know, mother, daughter, and she's she died the same way her mama did. Because yeah, she couldn't take the fact that her mother was gone. Yeah, I don't know that. That just it just hurts. Hey, you know, a lot of a lot of people. I I I I I think uh, the people that you care about, especially when they're stars, and they had like their art had a big impact on your life. Like when Prince died, I sat on the edge of the bed in the middle of the night, looking at the phone like. This can't be real. And I'm sitting there crying, trying not to wake you up. Why don't you just get out the room? I did go out the room. I didn't have a choice. Well, then what the hell? Why why you got to not be trying to wake me up? Just get out. Oh, it was so bad. (laughs) And I'm sitting here kind of like, why am I crying over Prince? It's Prince, man. I never met that man, but he was such an integral part of my life. From I can't like the first time I ever sang in front of anyone was when I was seven years old and I sang a Prince song. And does cry. Yep. Was it really? Yep. Oh, that's a hell of a guess. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's just crazy. He was like he was there all throughout. I remember dancing and singing in the car on the way to school with the kids to musicology. I mean, I, it's, it's not, it's just at some point you got to go back in, but yeah, I still have not watched Michael Jackson's. This is it. I I haven't either. I I can't, I can't do it. I can't watch that. I can't watch that. I can't do it. I, it was very difficult to watch Spike Lee's thing, his thing about off the wall. I haven't done that yet either. But that, it, it's, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. But a lot of it's very funny and very good. Like Wait, I wonder, stuff people like, are talking about. And, you know, you get a lot of insight into how they got, can't, how he got to that album. But when you like, when it gets towards the end of that process, it gets, it gets rough. I, you know, people have such a hard time, especially during the holidays with missing family and, you know, friends who have gone. They do. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm, yeah but I, I don't have do. any of that. But I I have more of a connection and a deeper feeling with musicians. 
and, and actors. Like, I can't watch the movie or I don't want to listen to the, them sing because it just brings back too many memories or. I don't know. I guess there's some people. I mean, Whitney was kind of out of the limelight for a while. I don't really. But Whitney as was. As far as I'm concerned, because I wasn't watching any reality shows or anything like but that. But Whitney was my, like, my first album I ever bought. Yeah, see, the problem I have with that is the first album I ever got was the Jackson 5 third album. Yeah. The one with I'll Be There on it. With all the faces. That was my first album. So, me and Mike, we, we go back. Right. Me and Mike and Ben. <laughs> ben. And, and I just watched that movie for the first time this year. <laughs> I had never seen Ben before. <laughs> I haven't seen Ben, but I know that song. And when that little boy sang that song on the new season of Will and Grace, it sounded just like Michael. Yeah, but you got to you got to watch Ben, man. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not like it, the the thing about the movie is funny because the boy in the movie writes the song to the rat. And- I knew it was a song being funny. sung to and about a rat. I just didn't know. I don't now, know. I didn't realize that Ben was a sequel to, to another movie. Willard. What? Yeah. Willard is the first movie. Did ben you watch Willard? Is the, no, I haven't watched Willard. But Ben basically ends. Ben begins at the end of Willard. Like it literally is the end. And they end all of the stuff that goes on with the rats after that you see so willard is first and then ben you mean to tell me you watched a movie out of order yes but i didn't even know it i didn't know it i thought ben was a standalone movie i did not know ben was a uh and i think it's somewhere in the promo or in the marketing materials it says something like where willard left off and I looked it up and I was like, oh, shit. Willard is a whole nother movie. Like, because I've watched Ben, right? So I've seen, and now I'm seeing who Willard is. And it's like, oh, this is like, a, this thing was the scary movie. This is what happened before. Oh. You see? And Ben is what's left over from whatever Willard had done. Mm. You see? So it's like something else. It's something else. Got you. You know? Which is kind of funny because it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of, Ben is sort of like uh, the new version of um, Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Because you've got the first movie where the apes are created. Yeah. That's Willard. The second movie is when Caesar takes over and they can communicate and they can move around. Right. That's Ben. Oh, gotcha. So it's like we we've seen this movie before, and Just now Ben primates. can control all the other rats. Oh, you see what I'm saying? He can talk to him, and he's like the rat king, as like just like Caesar is in the new right. Um, Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Just try to download the third one. It's been out for a while. Oh, really? Now it came out before we left. I don't believe you. So. Yeah, some some things, Michael Jackson things, 
those are a little difficult. But you know what? I, I say that. <clears throat> Michael Jackson things are a little difficult, like, to see him. Yeah. It's more difficult to see him than it is to listen to the music. I can listen to the music all the time. I do it all, I do it all the time. Yeah, it's on my phone. I'm, I'm always listening to the music. But it's something about when you see him in the... Like back in the day, the seventies yeah. and the eighties and the nineties. Before 90s he turned and, into a white woman. Yeah, and um, but I still don't really. I can't really listen to Tupac. <gasps> I love me some Pac. I can't. I still have a hard time. I feel I, I can listen to a couple songs, but I can't really. I can't really deal. With I was Tupac like anymore. that with Biggie for a very. See, I ain't never short, been like that. Fuck Biggie. Very short time. No, no, no. fuck Biggie. Like maybe, and when I say a short time, I'm like a month. But Pac. But see, Biggie was. Biggie, Biggie was, was just at the club shaking your booty kind of music. No, Biggie. Biggie said a lot. I, I almost say I don't want to diminish what he said, but he. It was more. I don't know. I, I think I connected more with Tupac because you saw Tupac in films. Yes. So yep. you saw him in Juice. Yep. You saw him in Poetic Justice. There was another you one. You saw him he did. in. Um, where he was a cop. Yeah, where he was with uh, Belushi's. Yeah, hold brother. on. Look it up. Um, Gridlocked or. Because I saw that one in the theater. So, I mean, there's, there's a. You know, you saw him. You actually. You got to. You connected more with him. Visually, as well as in the you know in his music, but then he also had a transformation, sort of like what Ice Cube did. There's a he was, new movie, huh? There's a Pac movie in 2007 or 2017 called yeah. All Eyes on Me. The true and untold story of prolific actor, rapper, poet, and activist Tupac Shakur. Okay. Mm, I should watch that. But like with him, he had a very specific beginning. I mean, parent, mom in the Black Panthers, his, you know, his, uh, his, what is it called? Godfather or whatever was, um, was it Geronimo? You know, he was in Above the Rim. He was in Gang Related. Nothing But Trouble, Juice, Poetic Justice. Well, Nothing But Trouble is where they do All Around the World. Yeah. And the same song. When they do same song and, and Digital Underground, he has that part in that song. Bullet that's, is that's the movie. That's all he's in there. That's the uh, movie I saw, Bullet. Murder Was the Case is in 95. Bullet, Gridlocked, Def Jam's How to Be a Player. Uh, gang related. Biggie and Tupac was in 2002. Tupac Resurrection was 2003. Yeah, I, I, you know, he just has stuff, I guess, you know, as far as. More, there's more of a connection for me to Tupac, yeah, than there was for Biggie. Biggie, Biggie, 
They both came out in New York, and Biggie had less of a connection for me than Tupac did. Right. Tupac was, I don't know, he felt more middle class, I guess. He didn't speak hood. He was very educated. Yeah, he he didn't sound, he sounded like, like, more like black black nationalists of the day. Right. You know, so like if you sat down with, say, um, Q-Tip. Yep. Or the Jungle Brothers or any of those groups at that time. Even um, Naughty by Nature, any of the, any of those guys, because right. you know they were all together. But if you listen, they weren't. It wasn't the same feeling. They were like Public Enemy. They were all, they were all saying this kind of the similar message. Yeah. You know, it was black empowerment. It was black nationalism. It was it was like a re resurgence of black consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know, and and dealing with like. Dr. Francis Cress Welsing and, yeah. and, you know, the Nation of Islam and all. It was, they were, de- everybody was dealing with that at the same time, you know, in the 80s. And so he's, he felt like he came from that world. He didn't feel like he came from a different world. Well, he did come from that world. I know, but I'm I saying mean, in, as far as like musically, he came from that world. And I think for me, Pac was more of an educator he gave it the way he the way he spoke the way he he rapped it was more of giving you an insight he wasn't there just to entertain you he was there to educate you on what life is really like for many yeah i thought he did gridlocked i said that he did gridlock in 97 yeah and gang related and How to Play a Player was also in 97. And Bullet. Yep. And those, you know. Bullet was the one I was talking about. He's not, he's like matched up with fairly big people at this point. Hell yeah. Except for gang related. <laughs> I mean, Above the Rim, Poetic Justice. How to Be a Player. Yeah, game related was. Um, I don't remember him in a different world, but there's a lot of people that came in and out of there. I don't remember him in a different world. I think either. that's when um, Jada hooked up with him was on a different world. Well, I just read before. something that about this. She she was not happy about all eyes on me. She she said that her relationship with Puck was much more than what they depicted in the movie and. She wasn't happy about the depiction. I think if anybody really wants to understand Tupac, they got to get away from the music because a lot of times he was doing the thing that musicians do and he was telling other people's stories. Yes. And everybody thought those were his stories. Nope. And they weren't. Sometimes they were, but sometimes they weren't. And if you listen to all of his music, you get a weird picture of who this individual was. Right. But a lot of times he was telling other people's stories. And almost like just being their mouthpiece. Yeah. Like this exists. Yep. This is something that this country needs to deal with. Yeah. He was doing that. Brenda's Got a Baby is a prime example of that. Yep. The first time. I will never forget the first time I heard that song. Because I just sat there and was like, what the fuck? 
by the end, I was just crying like, what in the hell? I was like 17 years old listening to that. Okay, when you say listening to that, what does that mean? Like listening to to him tell this story for the first time, and I'm just like, damn. And I knew this was happening, but I'd never been, I've never heard it in such a way. You got your IMDb open, don't you? Oh, All Eyes on Me was a movie movie. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was a, I thought it was a documentary, but it's not. No. No, it's like a, it's just a film. Yeah, it's just a film. Right, like uh, the biggie. Well, I mean, what, honestly, what if, you have, if you have any film, Notorious. Yeah. If you have any film, then, you know, basically it's not going to be, unless the people that were that were doing it are the ones doing the film. Right. Where the, this, you know, it, then you can just, then you can always point it at, that was their perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so then maybe they didn't know that other stuff or maybe they didn't care or maybe they just disagreed. But it's still their perspective right. on on the events. Whereas when somebody else does a film and somebody else plays the character they, and nobody nobody from the world is there actually got their hands on it. Right. Well, then you're going to have their interpretation of, of events from the outside looking in. Yeah. You know, and so that may not, it may just may, and then you got the license of a artist, a filmmaker making a film. Yeah. That needs to be interesting for people going to see the film. You don't look for accuracy there. Right. You know, it's like even, even as, as good a job that I love that Spike Lee did with X, it's still a film. You read what Malcolm said about his life. And you come away from the film going, that's just not right. Right. You know, that yep. didn't happen like that. Well, okay, fine. If you read the accounts of the news of the day, that's just not the way it went right. down. You know, the whole Baines character is not a character. Baines, no no person outside of Malcolm's family brought the Nation of Islam to Malcolm. Right. It was his own brother. So, yep. I mean, it, there was stuff like that. Yeah. But then... If you don't have the the family behind you to do the thing, oh, well, then you might have to create or invent someone to be the vehicle to bring, you know, say the nation to a person and have that conversation yeah. in the film. And okay, fine. Okay, I mean, I, I I get directors having that kind of artistic license. I don't I don't ever get mad at people, and and I understand where people want to set the record straight. But honestly, if you're gonna I think filmmakers should probably work really hard, especially when people are still alive and you'll put them in your film. Yeah, you should like you should probably do some be due diligence. Talk, you should man. really be going to them and being like, okay, we have this moment in this in the film. I may not want to know like how did it exactly go down, but I need to know so I can get it really close. Right. Yeah. But see, I mean, I guess maybe maybe in filmmaking, maybe that's not possible. Maybe, maybe if you ask somebody that, maybe it's too difficult for them. Maybe they don't re remember it the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess you got to make a decision. Yeah. You know, and 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 you still have to move that film along. So you can't die right there, even though it might be a big moment for that real person. You know, yep. and and how they remember their time. It could be a significant moment for them in real life, 
But in the film, it may not, it just may be one of many moments that then you need to go to the next moment. You need to yeah. move on to the next thing. So in the storytelling phase, you end up having to gloss over things, right. muddy the waters a bit so that you can get on to that next thing. Because mm. you're building to a different climax. You're building to something else. Right. You know, because it's the film. It's the story of the film. So I guess I don't, I can't really, I can't really say one director, oh, they're wrong. No, make another movie, man. Set right. the record straight. Set, tell them, tell the story from your perspective. We can all put it together. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's been lots of stuff talked about with X, with Malcolm. There's yeah. lots of stuff been, you know, from Eyes on the Prize, which was documentary, to all these other things that he might be to come in and gone out. Right. Black Panthers and stuff like that. Okay. You know, tell the story. I mean, we'll, we'll get the whole story from from the compilation of all this stuff. Yeah. Because one thing, I, I, th I was thinking about this for something, that you just, you're never going to get the whole story in one one thing. I don't know that you all can. The, oh, I was thinking about the hip hop thing. The thing I made Aaron watch about hip hop. And all the rappers that they didn't get into. All of the beatboxing they never talked about in there. You know, there's yeah. so much in hip hop that they just did not cover. But it was covered in other things. Right. So you've got to now... And maybe maybe the, the problem is in this connected sort of world that we have, mm. maybe somewhere in the thing they need to have, like they do on some videos, like on YouTube, where it's like a bubble pops up. Right. Go see Dougie Fresh. Right. Go see this. Go check out that. Right. So that you can get the rest of this story because I can't... As a, as a filmmaker or a person making this video right this moment, in this amount of time that I'm allotted by, say, my Taskmasters, Netflix, maybe I maybe I right. have to, I, I got to cut this short. I can't keep going down this road. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can mention it, but then once I mention it, I got to keep on going. Right. You know, because as far as I'm concerned, Dougie Fresh, like, changes hip-hop. He yeah, adds something, absolutely. he adds something into hip-hop that was... Uh, a kind of a laughing stock for a long time. And by the time the rest of the world caught on to it, it was literally the butt of a joke, but it was, that was how, you know, on the sidewalk, mm -hmm. if a guy is going to be rapping, somebody's got to make a beat for them. Yep. And it wasn't that they had a, an instrumental queued up, ready to play for them. It was somebody just using, making a beat with their mouth. They pulling a Bobby McFerrin. Yeah. They or they doing what a Al Jarreau used to do. I mean, mm -hmm. they're, they're, that's what they're doing. So, I, I guess when you look at it, um, you know, these directors and writers and making these stories about things that you remember, I'm sure that every generation, or at least the last three or four generations, have had where someone has made a film, biographical film, and then that's just not how I remember it, or that's right. not what happened. I'm sure right. the OJ thing has that in there built yep. in from the people that were there, even even the say the people that were in it. Because yeah. if you watch the OJ thing, you know, that documentary, it's long and it's got a lot of folks in it, but it's still got a, it's still got, um, I'm sure there are parts of it where somebody says, you know, hey, that's really not the way I remember it. And then that part doesn't get into the documentary. Right. 
You know what I mean? Someone else's story is is there. So I from you know, I say just let the art be the art and call it art. Don't call it truth. Because it, once you call it truth, then your your expectations are far different. Right. I you guess know? that's the problem. It's like watching Schindler's List. Is Schindler's List truth or is it art reflecting a time and a man and people? Is it all just just factually correct? I, I'll never. It's not. It shouldn't be. It should not be that. I've not seen Schindler's List. You gotta watch that, man. No. I keep saying you need to watch it because I have a really it, hard time with that. I kind don't know. Of so film. what? How about you're supposed to have a hard time with it? It's like watching Amistad. Should you have a hard time with it? Hell, fuck yeah. Okay, that's... you're supposed to. You watch Roots. Are you supposed to have a hard time with it? This motherfucker is is whipping the shit out of this boy. Yeah, you're supposed to. I just can't. You know when you when you see the one tear. Glory. That You're supposed tier. to have a yeah. hard time with this. You know, it's it's yeah. not supposed to. Like, when they rip his shirt off, and you see that he has been beaten way more than one time. Right. And it's all scarred over, knowing that the first time one of them scars gets opened up, that's going to hurt worse than just yep. getting hit the first time. Yep. You're supposed to have a visceral reaction to that. Yep. So have your reaction. I don't want to have it again. Yeah, but you've got to. I mean, I've had enough. I've no, had so many. You haven't many. had enough. Nobody's had enough. You got to. I've had because enough. Because you have to. I what I'm what I'm saying is, this is a story that is important for people to know. Because that story is under attack as not even be, having happened. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing that the story is necessary to be known i'm not disagreeing at all that people should watch it what i'm saying is i had to watch holocaust movies in middle school and high school and one of them affected me so much that i had nightmares yep have them nightmares because i just couldn't even wrap my head around what i was watching and it was it was based on a true story yeah and so when i got to college and the professor was like you have to go watch schindler's list oh yeah i'm like no i'm not gonna do it watch it but see there's there's schindler's list the stuff about schindler and then there's schindler's list the stuff about the jews yeah and they are essentially two movies put together yeah and i think when you watch those, when you watch the film, that's kind of how it feels. Because there was sort of two different worlds happening at the same time. Right. There was the world of Jewish people being pushed out of Germany and then pushed into camps or right. pushed into the ghettos, then pushed into the camps. There was that story and 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 possibly being killed or being killed or uh, having to work. Right. Then there's Schindler, but where you're looking at Germany and how they just... Life went on. Yeah. The party went on. I mean, it would be like if something bad like that happened in America. Like to the, to the, the fucking Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. You know, life just went on. The parties went on. The people yeah. still kept... And he was a part of that world. Mm. 
So that's why you gotta. And then he had to learn how to manipulate it to meet the ends that he was going after. I, I, I. That's why I think it's important to see. It's important to understand the idea of of fighting back and maybe not saying you're fighting back. Being against the system, but using the system in a way that you can get actual positive ends without saying anything. See, we're we're today we're to the point where, you know, my idea, I, I, I have this idea, I want to do this thing, and then I'm going to be big and brash, and I'm going to be giant about it, and I can't quietly just get it done. Yeah. I've got to be, too, you know, all the way out there. I've got to toot my own horn yeah, all the way. All the way. But imagine if you just shut the fuck up, and you just get got it done. Mm. Whatever that thing is that you were trying to get done, feeding the poor, helping somebody over here, doing something you don't need to nope don't put me on the news no right. don't don't no i do need money but i will talk to those people over here right you know what i mean you just totally different kind of world yeah. and maybe that's the story maybe that's the thing that we need to pull from that now i, I i'm sure spielberg when he made it and it, when he talks about it for him it was deeply personal yeah you know being jewish Having run from being Jewish for a long time, you know, the, the 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 I just watched his documentary Spielberg, you know, and if you if you listen to how he deals with it, for him it's almost a reconnection to his own family. Right. But for us people watching this that didn't go through that process, and just looking at the film on its own on its own merits, man, I shit. It might be worth people watching that because we're now coming to a time where if you get big and brash, you get shut down real quick. Yeah. And maybe knowing how to manipulate the system and saying, I can get this done without anybody knowing my name. Or maybe they know my name for something else and I'm doing something over here mm -hmm. where I'm helping, you know, hundreds of people. That's that's what uh, Will I Am does. Well, that... I, you, you know, know, he's tooting his horn over here to the left and doing all this, you know, technology and TV shows and music. And but on the right over here, quietly, he's doing this, that and the other thing to help young children in the ghetto get education and, you know, building up schools. And well, you say that, but you know about it. Yeah, but you so never really, that, but, but you not, never really hear about it. We'll see. Know, you'll see something is, once in a great while. The lady in China knows about it. Well, I also follow everything he does because <laughs> Will saying. I Am is fucking hysterical. I know, but you understand what I'm. I, you understand what I mean. He has you. He is using those platforms in order to bring attention to those other things that he's but doing. It's not, that's why you know about but, it. True, but he doesn't do it the way he does everything else. I, that's fine. It's very but quiet. It's very you know somebody that else the say. The white oh, girl in China don't knows. Don't put me off as the white girl. That's how we established. No, I'm no, not no. the white girl. Okay, the ah, yellow girl. Thank you. In China knows that will i am is doing a thing yeah then that means it's out there that means it's much larger than what i'm talking about you see the stuff that was happening in that film with that man nobody could know about it because if they did he'd be killed right you see what i'm mm -hmm. saying so i mean i'm not saying that it should be that dire but maybe in some context we have to pull back and from the self-aggrandizement of 
what we're doing mm. and satisfying our own egos and maybe we just get it done right you know and we don't and when the when the, even though even though the spotlight might look good in order to promote the thing we still step out of it and don't let anybody put us in it yeah maybe i'm just saying it every every <clears throat> if i'm trying to start a school and somebody's going to come and highlight how we're going to run the school yeah I'm, I'm i want to i need that spotlight i need i need investors right. i need people but that's not the case for everything right you know and yep. it may not be appropriate for everything yeah i agree so go watch this list because shin ata chinla is is it's good it's very good you need to have your kids watch freaking what's that movie oh you need to watch all of the godfathers so that you can see your people, those Sicilians. <laughs> Not kidding. They really are. I, 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 I will make you have a marathon. And trust me, you don't want to sit with me while you're having a damn Godfather marathon. No. That's um, good 10 hours out of your life right there. It, listen, watch it on your <laughs> own. I'm just letting you know. That's 10 hours. Don't do you got to be surreptitious about it. Go in your room, close the door, watch the that. movie. You got to do all that. But it is good, though. It's not It's not boring. It's not boring. Well, because then you don't get your daddy sitting here. Oh, that's... that's oh, I don't ever do that, though. Yeah. I don't do that. That is not what I do. My point is, if you don't watch it, then I, if I have to come and sit you down... Prop open your eyeballs with the freaking toothpicks and strap <laughs> you to the chair. Then it's going to be 10 hours straight because that's how that's how I watch the, the Godfather. I don't stop. I watch them all back to back. Oh, that's a lot of Sicilian in one day. That's a whole lot of movie right there. That's like the damn. That's why I can't watch the Lord of the Rings anymore. I haven't watched them in years. If I put in fellowship of the, it's over. Listen, it is I, absolutely. Do you know how many times I've done that? Yes, I do actually. I mean, before the even before the collector's edition, the 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 long extended versions came out, I watched those movies from beginning to end. Yeah. And then when the extra long ones came out, then I watched them from beginning to end. And, and watched the, all the credits and the behind the scenes stuff. The oh, six that's hours the worst. Of, and you haven't even done that yet. I that haven't. is the worst. I swear. I think the emotional part of watching the behind the scenes might be more emotional than watching the damn films. Mm. I don't know. I still cry. Oh, watch the behind the scenes, and you'll be like. This is true. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know I will because I'm a boomer. Abso it absolutely is. It's like you're like, damn. How did they? How do they do the behind the scenes stuff and still have the same emotional content? Oh, this is Vigo Martins' last day. It's like. <laughs> oh no, I don't oh. want to watch that. Oh yeah. That'd be like watching the notebook. And you and you keep watching their last days shooting oh, all the way through God. it and stuff. And after all those years of shooting, man, you can watch the uh, Teen Wolf thing before they had announced the six B mm. part. Yeah, and she watched all of this is our last day on set and all the pictures on Instagram yep. and all the stuff, and she's like, "This is really sad." Yeah, it's really sad. 
I mean, especially if any th any show or movie series that you are invested in like that, like when, when you start watching ER. them make it and then you see that yeah. this is their last shooting day or whatever, yeah. and you know that they're going to walk away. They are having an emotional moment. Right. They're going to walk away. Right. Friends. Yeah, yeah. They're they're just done shooting. And it's just like you're you have now traveled with them. Yeah. And seen all the stuff they've been through yep. when like Vigo what did he do? He he hit something. He hit something and like broke his hand or something. It's like one of those scenes they were it was uh you know when Legolas has to Get on the horse, and it's like that weird thing where he like grabs the horse and spins yeah. around it. Okay, that whole time, there's a moment in there where he like beats something. He hits something. I remember. I think it's in that scene, and he's screaming and he's hitting it. He acts. Oh, he kicks something. He kicks a helmet or something. He actually broke his foot or something. He broke a toe or something doing that. And yes. his scream is real. But see, you don't know any of that when you watch the film because it's just a guy kicking a thing and you just move on. Right. But when you're watching the behind the scenes, you you find out that that's what what was happening. <laughs> and and you know, there's there's all this stuff. The connection he had between him and the horse. I think he ended up taking the horse fucking home. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Johnny yeah. Depp ended up doing that. You know, in one the, of the him film. him and the horse because of the the connection they had. I think he ends up buying that yeah, horse. Yeah, Johnny Depp did that. Or they and gave it to too. him. He bought the horse. I think he either bought it or they gave it to him. I mean, I'm just if there's a it's it's just like it just keeps going. There's like all these little things, hmm. and by the time you get to the end of that, it's real bad. If you watch the films and then watch all the credits. I was you, reading something. You, I can. I, I bullshit you not. You watch Fellowship of the Ring, oh, God. which is not that big a deal. It's just the first one, right? Yep. You watch Fellowship, but then do not turn it off when the credits start and let it go. It's just it's the, the music, music and, stuff. and the, I listen to the music. No, no, though. but you can't. You but just watch it all. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just no. There's no clips. It's not the way it works. It's just credits. Yeah, it's just credits, and it's but the music is playing, and it's really, watch it. really long. But watch it. Just let it go and watch it. And you, I'm telling you, I, I, I bet you, by the if you do that with the first two movies, and then you do it with Return of the King, you will cry through the credits. Listen, I already <laughs> cry for Return I of the not King. Not kidding. You will cry through the credits of Return of the King. I already cry in that. No, no, no. One. You cry in the movie. Yeah, Frodo leaves. Okay, you cry. I get that. You know, I he, cry the, the, when, the, the, when he gets back with his girl. Yeah, I got that. Crying, <laughs> but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the credits are rolling and the song that is being sung, and you know the because the song has been played from the beginning of the film. Yeah, you see the theme. It's been running through the whole yeah. thing. And so then you go and you hear the actual song with the words in it. And I think it's Annie Lennox who sings it. Probably. And and I'm telling you, you're going to be sitting and you're going to be like, what is wrong with me? Why is it that my shirt is so wet? Listen, Aaron and I have been watching the Hobbit movies. And when they sing in... Bilbo's house that probably is my favorite song. But I you could ain't crying over that. No, no, no. I could probably listen to that on repeat. Talk about when they clean the dishes. It runs 
No, no, no. When they're sitting around the fireplace and Bilbo's in his room after all the after he said he's not going. Oh. Right, that that same song. Right. That's a, that's the theme. I could listen to that on repeat all day. Yeah, but we're talking about things that hit you. It to the point where no, no, no. I, where, I when the waterworks start, when the waterworks begin, because that's that's the thing. That's you. Being you know, you know, you know it's happening. I mean, I'm telling you right now. If you go and watch all the Lord of the Rings movies, and then you watch that that last. Credits. That is almost as bad as Mark Dine. No, don't. Let's not go over there. It's almost to that level where you're just like, you, because you, you, uh, at least when a, you were going through watching Lord of the Rings and you were waiting for that next one to come out and then the next one to come out and it was years. Yeah. And you were watching them over and over and over and you knew every word and all that kind yeah. of thing. Um, it's, 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 it is, it literally feels like the end of the road. Listen. I mean, it's so messed up. I mean, you're like, I just took this journey with these characters and all this stuff. I just went on it with them. Yeah. And you knew that they were making them all along. Like it never yep. stopped. Yep. So you're, you're, you went on that with them. And then you're going to start talking about this. Going off and literally to this other place, this other right. plane of existence, and you're dying or whatever. Yeah. This end of the road kind of—it's like listening to fucking Boys to Men. You know what I'm saying? You come. That's what. Yeah. That's the. That's the end. The end yeah. is the end of the road. I mean, yep. oh, fuck me. That shit's fucked up. Telling you, there's a I lot of a movies few, like that, man. I have only a few situations like the Notebook. I can't watch without an entire box. I got of another tissues. one for you to watch. What's the Tom Cruise one with the time? Vanilla Sky? No, he keeps going back, going back, going back. Tomorrow. You got to watch that. Watch you want. Inception. You, Inception Edge of Tomorrow? That one? You, you in the middle of the movie, you might not be able to keep, can, keep going. It's in the middle of the movie. It's not at the end. It's not at the climax. It's just in the middle somewhere. And See, so I'm telling you, those are the kind of things you got to. They're, they're, you it's guys just know there. how emotional I am. And you gotta watch it. You gotta do it. You I gotta mean, do it. I can't Look, even be in the same room. We sat through it. We sat through it. We made it through. And you should watch all the Fast and Furious. Oh, I'm not gonna watch all the Fast. Yeah, and Furious. you should do I that. The I have. I've watched. I think I've watched watch all the of, Fate of the Furious. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yep. Yeah, I think so. I can't even be in the room. When Mark is going, th Mark Green is going through his treatments. But you went I'm, through it once. But I can't do it again. But you went through it once. Keegan's watching. Nobody's asking you to do it twice. I don't want to do it. <laughs> look, every time I watch West Wing and Mrs. Landingham. Look, look. Or See, that's, Fitz, a, that's a bad one right there. Fitz, Landingham. Wallace, and I just. Yes, but, like, but get, you've done that multiple times. But I get choked up like right now, and I like I know what's coming, and I'm just like. <laughs> but see, you're now anticipating the crying, right? And and I think that that's only because you know it is sad. Like you're anticipating because you've seen it, you well, know it's coming. Like the now, one with Fitz, I had I hadn't watched him in a long time, and it was just playing. Long time is a like year, right? 
No. Because <laughs> you like watch the whole series it's like six in like six months, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it was just playing, and I was in the kitchen, <laughs> like cleaning the kitchen, and then there was Fitz's voice, and then the explosion, and I was like, <gasps> no. And so it totally caught me off guard, and I was yeah, like, but, come on That's that, the, the fact that it caught you off guard pretty much means you just weren't paying attention. Yeah. Because you would have known exactly what was about to happen because you've seen it a thousand times. West Wing is the shit. No, 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 I'm the one that told you. I'm the one that told you about it. Listen, people. Our second—that's my show. Our our third date was on a Wednesday, and Aaron says to me, "I have to go home now." I'm like, "But it's it's not even eight o'clock." He said, "Either I'm going home, or we have to watch the West Wing." Yup. I said, "Okay, we can watch the West Wing." It was over. See, hooked, hooked. Oh, one show. Fur. I'm telling you, what I used to say that West Wing was ER in the White House. And when we, uh, ER was already something I watched before him, mm. and we wouldn't speak to one another What's until the about? first wait, commercial. Wait, 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 what is there to talk about? There's nothing. And you need to talk about. You don't talk during freaking ER. You just the first commercial you could I say that's, something. That's one of the first things that my family had. That the people that were in my family that watched ER on Thanksgiving and Christmas, everybody shut up. Yep, we and would we all huddle in a room watching ER. Yep, and then the commercial come on and you jabber jabber jabber. It's all of a sudden you you get the music again and you back into the show and there's no more talking. Yep, you have twenty people in a room, mm-hmm. silent. ER is the shit, man. ER is the shit. Let me tell you, ER my taught favorite, me so much Eric about LaSalle medical is my stuff. My favorite character. He t- that show taught me so much about medical stuff that when it came time to do surgeries or whatever, I wasn't scared because I knew what it was going to happen. Yeah, but see, to me, I and mean, when, granted, the whole show is about Carter. It but, was about Carter. I mean, it's it's literally his beginning and end. Yep. But, and I think they tried to get away from him, but and then they end up coming back to they him. They had to come back to him. But, you know, it's Carter. Fine. John Carter at that. But the personalities that are there at the beginning are yep. huge. Yep. They're huge personalities. Doug, Mark, Carol, no, no. Say Peter. Their real names. Oh. So let's see. You who, got Eric LaSalle. Eric LaSalle. Uh, who, what's Mark's real name? Oh, shoot. Uh oh. I can feel an IMDb coming off. Yeah, what's his real name? All right, here we go. Let me run it down. So George Clooney. Yes. Noah Wiley. Or Wiley. Juliana no, Margulies. Anthony Edwards. Eric LaSalle. Anthony Edwards. That's the name we're looking for. That's Goose. Eric LaSalle. Sherry Stringfield. Laura Ennis. Those are season one. But see, like... Um, oh, and and Deezer D, and Yvette Freeman. Okay, the, uh, you're gonna now end up doing okay. the whole cast. So that's hold, my no, no, no. That's my point. When just you there get, was just that little bit of handful of people I, were there okay, the whole stay time. Stay away from stay away from the nurses because the, basically the nurses never leave. Right. That's Halle, kind of the Malik that's kind, and right. Lydia that's, are always that's there. That's literally the core of the show 
is the nursing staff. They're yeah. the important ones. The doctors come and go. The doctors have all the problems. The nurses are always there yeah. working and doing stuff. The only person that's there that is like the big person, and when I say the big person, he's the big guy, is the guy that works the desk. Jerry? Yeah. When he, Abraham When ben he's Ruby? there, yeah. He's there. And he's literally running it. And when he walks away, it literally falls apart. Right, because they, then he they comes bring in back. Frank and then they bring it back. Right. And... and then he comes back. But, I mean, essentially that first group of, of doctors, they were all, like, big before ER. And I think George Clooney was on St. Elsewhere. He was. You know? But they were all, like... Big. Yep. And yep. had done some some fairly big things. And and you know, Aaron, that's Michael Crichton, right? Did ER? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he created ER. Yep. So I mean, there's a ER was was pretty much power packed from the beginning. If you had to name one just one ER episode that was the most disturbing or the most memorable. Yeah, the kids going out the window, man. The that mom was, throwing the kids out the window. That's, the, that's mine that's too. It. That's it. That's that's that that that's the worst. Literally, I mean, most shocking. Like you didn't even conceive that this was happening. Like going to happen. There was no nothing telegraphing it until it happens, and these kids are going out the window. And that's the worst moment. Oh my god, that's still the worst. We didn't because talk. there's, like I said, there's no telegraphing it. In the I don't show. think we said because they anything. just flash back to it, and all of a sudden she's like, you know, he's coming in, he's coming like, in, no you got to go, no you got to go, and then she just, they just uh, out the window they go, and it was bad because she was literally trying to save their lives. Yeah, and but she was all hallucinating. Mm-hmm. I don't think you and I spoke to one another for probably 20 minutes because we just sat there in shock. And I just sat there and sobbed. Yeah, it was it was bad. Watching watching stuff like that with you is great because, you know, I know when I'm supposed to gasp. Because <laughs> when you suck all the air out of the room, I begin to gasp. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So I know that if, if, if I can't breathe, that was when I was supposed to gasp. <laughs> Because that was, was going to be the life, the life-giving oxygen that you took that I should have had for myself too. Absolutely. Oh, I'm super emotional. There's not much I can say about it. I don't apologize anymore. You just kind of did. I no. I don't apologize. I embrace it now. I'm like fuck it, give me the tissues. Well, if that's the case, then bring on the Schindler's List. No, I see, don't try to see, inflict see, it on see, myself. Oh, Keegan. See, oh girl. Oh my! <laughs> oh no! I, you need to send me that picture. Yes, please. I That's need those. One. I like the one, not that one. No, no. Back, 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 back. Oh my! Back. Keegan is showing yes. us some no. crazy. Yes, I like that one. That's a good one. Bedhead pictures. But the the one the first one with the hair going out to the, the sides. Frollo, like morphed into something crazier than a Frollo. Anyway, those pictures when she was in the bathroom on 
So, what else you got? Is that all you got? You I want to know. Else? You got no other whining to do? Because, you know, I got lots of wine left. I got, you know, quite a bit. Half a here. jug of wine? About half. I'm breaking on through to the other side here. I think I might give the children the entire week off. Yeah. Oh, my. Why? Why? Why not? What do you mean, why not? Well, why not? Study. Where's the math? Make them do math for the rest of the week. I ain't heard nothing about math from neither one of them for months. You're the math teacher. No, no, no. They're supposed to be doing math. And on Saturdays and Sundays, they ain't done shit. So let them do math for the rest of the week. That's just cruel and unusual. No, see, that's why they don't do math. Because you call it cruel and unusual. Ain't cruel and unusual. Do that shit. That's punishment. They don't deserve to be punished. It's not punishment. It's math. Math equals punishment. No, math equals being able to count. One, two, three, four. I can count. Algebraically. I can do that if I have to, but I don't want to. Break out a a hypotenuse or two. You know. Oh, no, no, no. It's time. Yeah. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. We need we need some of that in our lives. See, now your mom's having a little anxiety attack over there. I hate the math. Yeah, you you need to love it because they need to do it. They do need to do it. They not need to know how to do it. Break out the math. They do. Break out and give them a math tutor. Then life will really be hell. I think that's probably a good idea, though. No, it's not. They need to freaking pick up the books and read like they do all the other stuff that they learn. Okay, Aaron, you can say that, but I could read a math book from cover to cover and not understand what it says. Yes, but you didn't I might have, as well be reading you German. Didn't, you didn't have me. I didn't have you. See? But even when I had you, when I was trying you to go... Never, you ain't never did no math. I did, too. I had Where? math classes when I went and got my... Early childhood stuff. That was just stuff. one plus one is two. Dude. I had some pretty hard math classes. You did? Yes. What subject? What do you mean what subject? What subject? I had algebra classes in college. Algebra. I don't know what else the hell it was. It was math and I hated it. Come on now. And I didn't understand it. And I, I even had a tutor. Algebra? Really? Because algebra is kind of easy. Okay. You know what I got to say about all that? Mm-hmm. See, kind of easy there. I think you should be able to do it. Kids need to be able to do it. You're right. The children need to be able to do it. No, no, so no. You, you should probably, maybe, maybe the, them. maybe the problem is you need to be able to, you need to be doing it with them, alongside them, maybe so Why? that, because you have an anxiety that you're passing on to them. And they have no reason. They have no reason to have an anxiety. Keegan doesn't have that anxiety. Keegan's fine with math. But she ain't doing it. Look at her face. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her right now. She's like, she's like, why you got to bust me out? Why you got to tell the world? She's actually pretty good at it. Look, yeah, but she she don't want to admit it. I don't know why not. If I were good at math, I'd scream it from the rooftops. I mean, we can do the, we can do the, uh, uh. Like the computer-based stuff where you do like make robots move around and stuff like that. That's fun. That's the fun side, the application of, of those concepts. But you can get I, you can get apps for that, though. There's the Lego Mindstorm app is that. Yeah, but that's not math. Yes, it is. No, coding is math. 
It doesn't matter. The typing of the letters is not the math. It's the concepts that underlies those things. That's where the math lives. So yes, you could do those and they'd be interesting and fun and you'd you know, understand iteration. You'd understand a little bit about, you know, if then statements and, you know, it's, it's logic. It's logic. Yeah, you're good at them in English context. Yes. You're not good at, good at them in a computer programming context. No. Like, if if all the math classes were all nothing but word problems, I'd be fine. Because I okay, figure those all, out. All of your math is essentially nothing but word problems. No. Yeah? There's a whole lot of numbers in there. No. Okay. The numbers are expressions of things that are in if the real world. If they're all written out, stuff. I can understand them better than if it's just a, a line of numbers with symbols. Yeah, but if it's just a line, and uh, usually the problem that people have is connecting the the words to the numbers. And I don't have that problem. Well, then you should have no problem with math, because that's where the problem usually comes in. Like I, I, I was like when it was story problem time. I was like, hell yeah, I'm about to kill this shit because I could understand it. Made more sense to me. But I have that problem that I always want to know why. Okay, but in math, there, you don't need a reason. You don't really want to know the reason. That's what I'd say. It's not that there isn't a reason. There's always a reason. But you kind of don't really want to know it. Mm. Because the proof for why 2 plus 2 equals 4 sucks. And you really don't want to know it. Just some things are just constant. Two is two. Four is four. You put two twos together and you're going to get four. And don't ask why that happens. Just go with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just go with it. It's, it's just, it's not worth, it's not worth it. If you want to get into a higher math and you want to prove that this is true, okay. I don't. I mean, that's fine. I don't but, care. But, you, but, but in an algebra or an algebra 2 class or a trig class or even a calculus class, that none of that is applicable. You're not going to ever get to get there with those classes. And those are the classes. You know, there's a big thing. There's a big push now to stop teaching calculus in high school. Why? Because it's not necessary. Nobody, almost nobody needs calculus to go to university. Okay. Calculus is not necessary. Physics is not necessary. I know. I never took a physics class. Right. Most people don't. So I took, because I did so well on the state, state tests when I was in high school, I didn't need more math. I, I took the freshman math and that's all I needed. But by the time I was a senior, I was like, well, damn, I haven't had math since I was a freshman. Maybe I should take a math class because I'm about to go to college. So I went and signed up for the next level math class, and it was geometry, and it just was so... Gee, I'm a tree. Stressful and just over my head. I couldn't cope. So I went the, that week, the end of the week, and tried to get out of the class, and the counselor said, no, no, you can't, and I'm bawling my eyes out because it's too much for me to handle. And the math teacher says, oh, that's okay. Just put her in algebra two. So I went to Algebra 2, I worked my behind off, I had tutors, and I still got a C. But at the end of the first semester, the math teacher says, okay, now you can't be in my class anymore because the whole second semester is going to be nothing but geometry. 
So I moved to a different type of math. Uh, it was called consumer's math, where they taught us how to budget and balance a checkbook and do... Practical. Do, right, practical, practical math. math, like do our taxes and and that type of stuff. Business. What they Today, I think they call those classes business math. Let me tell you, that was the first math class and only math class in my life I have gotten an A+. Plus. And I understood every single solitary bit of yeah, it. Yeah, but you're putting it you're putting it into practice. It's the it, practical you're putting, use. You're giving you're giving real world meaning to the numbers. But those are the type of classes that every single student should have. I agree. But you know, we kind of got I, I we didn't have a like a practical well, as far as I know, I don't think my high school had a practical math class like that, but what we did have is we had to take economics. So then you got a lot of we that there. We had civics. When I was in school. So then you had to get some of it there. You know, so like the the banking and checkbooking and stuff. And yeah. then we also had home ec. We didn't now, have home I didn't ec take home ec, but they had home ec, which means the people that may not have been on the college course yeah. were still getting those basic math skills within the home ec. You know what's so tragic to me? Is that they separated, especially in our generation, they separated us out. Oh, you're going to go to university, so you don't need to learn practical math. You don't need to learn home economics. Well, you need to go over you'd be doing here. It twice, though. Why would you be doing it twice? Because I have so if, many. If, if I'm taking algebra two and trigonometry, practical math, and balancing my checkbook is not a thing that I think about. Listen, though, it's not like a difficult thing. It's it's adding and subtracting. There's nothing else. There's no other other operation there. It's just I literally adding so, and subtracting. There were so many people I went to college with my freshman year that did well in calculus, trig, whatever. But they didn't know how to balance their checkbooks. No, no, but see, that's not that's not really where their problem was. The problem wasn't in the balancing of the checkbook. Their problem was probably in making choices on what to spend their money on, and their other problem was keeping probably track in of it, doing it in a timely fashion. Yeah, you know, and cre like creating a, a like a workflow. I go out, I I buy this thing. I sit down and I write it in the book. Right. Because doing the adding and subtracting is not the issue. Right. It was it was making sure that you wrote down everything that right. you did yep. so that you could add and subtract it because right. the adding like I said, the adding and subtracting wasn't the problem. But think about how many young people today don't know how to cook. Yeah. Okay. Don't wait, know wait, how don't to jump into cooking because math is a different it's a different animal than the cooking. It isn't really. Well, no, it is as far as being able to, being able to do just numbers, dealing with numbers. The other side of that is understanding the the mechanisms that go into cooking. What is a cup? What is an ounce? What is a pound? And all of those. Now you're talking about something totally different because now you're putting all these things together, and now you have to actually follow directions. Okay. So Say, it's, it is a different it is a different skill. Look, you have a teacher who works for you. Who is a science teacher? Good job, you were. And real, a math teacher. Know, nobody knows who you're talking about now. I, I don't care. Way to go. Who yeah. cannot bake because she doesn't understand the chemistry but of the I don't baking? Think, I don't think it's understanding and the, chemistry and the math of the baking. I don't think it's math. I think it's following directions. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, I know how to do this. Or I, you know, it's that assumption. 
that's See, following that following directions something that following directions is is shouldn't be all that difficult. You read this line, do this. I pick up some of this. Okay, that's one cup and that's flour and I dip it in and I level it off. I've got one cup of flour here. What does it say to do with the flour? Take the flour, dump it in the pan. I dump the flour in the pan. It's just that that that's I think that's what gets people hung up. We don't have anywhere in our world where following directions is what's taught where you're taught how to do that. Now, when we were in school, we were always following directions. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, uh, it's kind of like that thing that we do with computers today. Okay, I'm going to have this long list of directions. I give all the list of directions to the computer, and then it does a thing on yes. the screen. Okay, we used to get these magazines back in the day when the Apple IIe was out. Yep. And in the back of the magazine, you could have this yes. long list, and you type it. You spend an hour or two hours typing that shit in. And it would wave high. And it, right, and then it would it would create some picture on the screen that would do a thing, and right. that was it. There well, was the no words more. would like and run in a circle. Yeah, it would just it would it would run the program. Yeah. Now, as far as I'm concerned, baking a cake is literally running a program. Yes. They've given you the program. All you have to do is do exactly what now. Humidity, you do have to take yeah, into account. Gotta... And if you don't know about humidity, okay, altitude. That's yes, science. Absolutely. But you may not know that going in. Like you don't like if you follow the directions and it doesn't come out right, somebody might have to tell you, yes, you're 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 at a higher altitude. Right. You have to modify it this way. You may not right. know that. Yeah. But that might be trial and error. Okay, fine. But it's still you've got a set path. Do this thing over here, you should get the right thing on the other side. Yeah. If you do what it says. Now, if you deviate in any way from those instructions, you can pretty much be assured that you're not going to get what that thing was intending. Right. Because you deviated. Well, yes. For example, I baked these cookies yesterday. I'd never made them before in my life. They were a German vegan cinnamon star cookie. And I had no idea what it was supposed to be, but I was supposed to use hazelnuts and I didn't. I used macadamia nuts and that made a huge, huge, huge difference in the texture of the dough because the dough was supposed to be super sticky and kind of like a firm sticky ball and it, it was runny and gooey, kind of like a syrup almost. And so, and I had to decide whether or not I was going to add more of the macadamia nut or more of the almond. And because I know almond sucks up more water than macadamia nut does, I chose to do the almond. But that's only because I know the science of what the stuff I was using. All right, don't be, don't be sitting over here talking about like you 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 scientific. I'm not. You know food. I know baking. Well, there you go. But I also let's, know let's, let's the math let's of not, baking. Let's, let's not jump into science. It is science. And I, and I know you didn't say math. It is math of baking. What's two plus two? You don't know. <laughs> when when Aaron and Keegan, when I'm teaching Aaron and Keegan to bake, one of the things that I teach them is to follow step by step. Preheat. Preheat is vital. Preheat is too. You do not preheat. You do. There's no such thing as preheating. You heat. 
When you open the door <laughs> of the oven, the heat escapes. I know, but you're not preheating. You're not heating before. You're not doing any before heating. You are heating. You're heating it before you put it in. You can't yo, put it in. Yo, yo, yo. You, you can't are put it heating in. before you put it in, but you that's not put it that's in a not cold what oven. preheat means. It does too. It no. means warm it up before nah. you put the shit nah, in. No, nah. no, you don't warm it up, Chris. I'm telling you, oh. preheat means heat before you heat, and that is not what you're doing. You need to heat it before you put it I know. in the oven. You're right. Therefore, but it's that's pre not preheating. Heating. That's pre. That's warming up the oven before cooking something. Okay, I, I get that. But that's not called preheating. There's no such thing as preheating. Look, irregardless of what you want to say. I was about to say, you say irregardless. <laughs> Can we both agree that unthaw is not a thing? You can't un. Why can't you unthaw? <laughs> that would be called freezing. <laughs> Not thawed is definitely freezing. If you're gonna, uh, you tell me I can't unthaw something. No, I'm just unthawing the turkey right now. <laughs> I'm gonna. Why? That's right. That's right. See, see. Don't. If you can have, if you can preheat, I can do it irregardlessly. Oh dear gods. <laughs> but I teach I just the made children. Irregardless, a damn adverb. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, my God. I live in a house full of nerds. Just add L-Y, baby. Just add L-Y. Oh, my God. You know what they told you on the Schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock? Schoolhouse Rock, yes. Just add L-Y. Lolly, lolly, lolly. Get Don't get me. Don't get here. me started. Don't get me started. It'll happen. Come on, Carlo. Mr. Rossi. Listen, let me finish my sentence here, man. Okay, you, you finish your sentence. Go when ahead. I'm Go teaching ahead. the children to bake, it's important for them to follow the list, but... In order to make it easier, I tell them to put away the ingredient when they're finished. Okay, that sounds great, but what does that have to do with somebody not being able to follow directions? That, this helps you follow the direction because then you don't re forget no, no, whether no. or not My you did it. My point is someone else following directions. Oh, well, I can't help that other person, that grown-ass folk who can't fucking follow a simple direction. I'm saying, I mean, it, honestly, I guess... But... You know, taking chemistry in high school does help with cooking, and if they... if it also helps with following directions and math. Right, because you have to do it step by step. Right. It is recipes, essentially. Yes. You have to add this, heat it to this, let it cool to this, then add this next thing in. If you don't, if you're off in any one way... It has to be a certain you get weight. Some it has to be a certain... explosion right, or you get yeah. some... You get a mess. You know, Chemistry that was always, always the worry. A, don't have a mess. Right. Chemistry you know? was always one of my favorite classes because I got to mix the stuff. And I could do it fairly quickly, very easily, because I cooked all the time. Honestly, honestly, none of that was hard in chemistry. All you do is follow the fucking directions. I, 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 I think of never, how many people you I know who can't. Never had that problem. I don't. I do. I literally do not understand when people have the directions in front of them. Yeah, I don't get that now, either. I could get you mess something up. Because you missed it, like you were trying to remember. Yeah. And then you missed a step. Yep. I get that 100%. I would do it. I would I would fuck it up. I would yep. fuck it up a few times before I get it and like, okay, okay. I got the whole process. Because I, when I worked at Chili's, I mean, I mean, you'd have a recipe sitting there for their mashed potatoes. And you had to sit there. And it was a whole, it was a little book. 
that you had, and you had to go through and say, okay, I'm making mashed potatoes. You put the little book down. You go get all your ingredients. You go get you get all your make sure you have the um, the exact amount that it says on there, and then you do exactly what it says in the order that it said. You didn't deviate not one bit because when the guy came around to make sure that your what third twenty five pounds of of mashed potatoes were right for lunch, and he tastes it. If it's not right, you're screwed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you you had to make sure that it was right, right, because it had to be the same on Tuesday as it was on Monday, right, and every other day of the week. So yeah. I don't understand when you have the directions. Now it got to a point. Especially if you were to say grilling or something, meat. Yeah. And somebody, you know, they, 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 you got your meat, you throw it on the, on the thing, your little recipe might say, you know, hit that shit. They want it medium rare or you couldn't do rare back in the day. So you could do like medium, medium well mm. or whatever. Medium rare, I think, as far as we could go down. And, and you just, it, it, it could tell you exactly what to do, but you learned right. what that was. Yep. And you learned how to touch that shit and be like, yeah, it's there. Yep. You know? And then when you put it on the plate and you watched it leak out all its little bloody goodness Ugh. and people were happy. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but that's that that's learning how to cook. But gross. in those situations, you're not trying to be creative. You are just following. You're doing exact. You want to make a fucking blooming onion? You have to do it this way, right? Without, if you don't do it this way, you're not gonna end up with a blooming onion, right? You know, okay. But at home, when you're making something, oh, you you got the license to to you you follow it, and then you say it came out this way, and you start you start dabbling, you start changing, yeah. you start doing stuff, you know it. Right, start, which is how your brownie uh, recipe came about. Yeah, you start, you know, you 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 you're doing your test runs and you're coming up with different ways and you're like, okay, I think it. This is the took, best one so far. You know, it probably took me four or five different attempts to finally come up with a brownie recipe where I was happy, you were happy, the children were happy, because that was not easy to do. But you got to, I mean, it just takes, it takes that trial and error. Yeah. That's why I don't understand the people that can't follow directions. I used to have a professor that said following directions is a sign of intelligence. Yes, I've heard that lots of times too. You know, and I don't, I don't understand how I could, now if you have a bad recipe, I can understand going wrong. Yep. Or if you don't understand what the recipe says. No, but you can't, see, that's just it. That I have a problem with. Cause some, I had my I had my what is that? What was it called? The big red cookbook or whatever. Yeah. That, that yep, plaid. The, the Betty Cracker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, you had no excuse. Right. All the stuff for cooking was in there. Yeah. So. And and even my mom gave me that like, after I left Tuskegee, I think she gave me. She was like, look. This is where you can start and will teach you mm. all of the things. It's like getting a bartender's Bible. It will teach you 
All you have to do is want to make that thing and you will learn all the stuff that it takes to make that thing in this book. Like you don't need to go anywhere else. Did your mom ever teach you in the kitchen or did she just give you a book? My mom never, no. She told me what not to do in the kitchen. Uh. Don't take your towel and put it on the, on the stove. Right. Shit like that. Um, she, she, I mean, it was like kitchen etiquette at that point. Yeah. But no, it was never, she never taught us in the kitchen. It was, you're not allowed to use this. Oh. When I was, when I was younger, it was. And I started cooking at six. You cannot use the stove. And we had microwave. We didn't have a microwave. That's why I got good at microwaving Hell, we didn't get a microwave until like 1987. I don't know when we got a microwave. I remember we moved into a house that had a microwave. It was built in in the kitchen. But the, you know, and I got really good. And my brother used to, you know, leave forks on plates and shit. Sparks flying and everything. Well, he was really little. Yeah, but he used to do it. You know. But, you know, so you got told not to do that. Yeah. But so then that was the time when you could get a whole meal or you could get snacks or whatever. Those little, um, uh, what was those little pizza bite type things? Pizza rolls. Yeah. You get all those kinds of things frozen. Yeah. And you could throw them on a plate and you could put them in the microwave and you didn't have to worry about burning the house down. Right. You didn't have to worry about an open flame. Mm, with I the gas range. Problem. You didn't have to worry about none of that stuff. So as a parent, I could see the allure of being able to say, okay, I'm not home when you come home from school. Yeah. You come home from school. Nobody's here. You are hungry. Okay. We'll show you how to do this thing that you can't burn the house down with. Unless you do something messed up like leave a fork on a plate. Right. So you teach them how to do that and then you can kind of be... Uh, a little bit um, not concerned that your kids are sitting at home or whatever for that 30 minutes to an hour before you get home because they got out of school. Right. You know, I can see that. I can see why that was something that they did because you could have, you could eat, you could get a snack. Yeah. You weren't making dinner. You weren't making a roast. I was. You know, you weren't rotisserying anything. You weren't doing any of that stuff in the microwave. You were literally just taking some frozen things and throwing them on a plate, sticking in the microwave with the time, and all you do is put the right time in, yeah. and you were done. And it was written on the box. So even if you didn't, you know, use a dumbass, it was right there in front of you anyway. Right. You 30 know, seconds. On high, or on medium, yep. or on whatever, or put it on this and flip it over you know yep. it was all those weird instructions that there were for the microwave the hot pockets yeah whatever you know i didn't have hot pockets when i was in we didn't have hot in, pockets you know, we were little high. either so but. but i mean you know that's how you that's what you did they come up that fancy now box now we our kids had to come up and literally learn how to cook on a gas range or a propane range right. that was going to burn your freaking face off right yep cuz they started cooking in Ben she and literally that flame sometimes was two, three inches above the that stove. That motherfucker howled. It did. <laughs> <laughs> we used to hear that shit and be like, what the hell? Like yep. you, It would scare us and we would turn it off. I have video on the YouTubes of the flame in Ben she because I said I need to learn how to cook on it because it was See? so high See? and I can cook on an open flame at a at like at a campsite 
But that thing scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that shit came out with force. And it <laughs> howled. Yeah, there was a little valve to turn it on and off. and Man. But, I, but we discovered that if you turned it off and then left it off for a while and then went to turn it back on and cook, that's when it howled. If you left it on all the time, it didn't do that. It was less frightening. I'm telling you, that, that, that shit was no joke. That was, that was our introduction to cooking in China. But hell, we, we left Aaron and Keegan in Thailand for, what, two days? And went to Malaysia, and they had no other way of, of heating up food other than the stove yep. and a rice cooker. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Our kids had to learn how to cook on fire. Yep. Danger. They can heat up pizza in a we'll fry pan. <laughs> we Let me tell you something. <laughs> they didn't have oven. You know, so they had to learn how to heat it up in the fry pan. Yep. So, I mean, you know, I, I get, I, I, I can't condemn our parents when the microwave came because it was, a, it literally, it felt like a safer alternative to that open flame. Because but, if you had a gas range, <laughs> that's an open flame. If you had an electric range, you still could have it on and still have a fire. You could have a, lots of problems in the kitchen because of that. But ours, like for us in our household, which was way wacky and different, being around open flame was never concerned. Country. Country. Because I was 10 years old coming home from school and I'd have to start a fire in the wood stove okay we not going back to colonial times listen i would <laughs> this ain't this ain't colonial williamsburg we're talking I would about literally now. have to start a Fucking fire in Jamestown the wood stove, in stove and then i would have to start dinner no okay, i didn't cook on not, the wood that, stove but uh, okay but karen but karen, i was 10 no, years this old is, this is not this is not the norm for the 80s i know okay but I'm saying in my household, flame was never an issue. If you've got a 10-year-old. Yeah, it was. You had a wood stove. You was out there chopping fucking wood. I was chopping wood. I That's was... what I'm saying. So, yeah, flame was an issue. But they weren't afraid for me to start the fire. Okay. You know what? Somebody should have been afraid. They show should have been. Because... because you was chopping wood and throwing it in. You were Seely. <sighs> at 10 years old. Damn. Miss Seely, Miss Seely. You were Seely. Yep. You was watching, watching, watching Mister put the foot kerosene in the goddamn stove. Oh, we had kerosene up, lamp, a kerosene his, heaters and blowing stuff. Blowing up himself. Yep. See, see. We had oil lamps in our house and. Bruh. <laughs> 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 That's how I feel because I ain't never had no wood stove. We had wood stove in several of our houses. I lived in the 20th century. <laughs> I remember. Are you, I sure? Remem are you sure you're talking about your childhood or yeah. your previous life? No, I'm talking about my childhood. Or are you sister. actually talking about like the fact that you're really, 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 really old? I'm 43. I'm not really, really, you're really, like really, really old. 4,300 years old. Nope. And, you know, Jennifer you were, and I going, would have to do this. You were trying to heat up the food for the Pharaoh type thing? <laughs> Nope. You sure? I'm positive. We oh, had, yeah. in most of our houses, we either had a wood stove or a fireplace. And I remember being in like maybe second or third grade. Must have been third grade. And one of the teachers asked me, 
if we had a fireplace at home because I smelled like wood smoke. And it was because my mom had dried... like that weed smoke. Right? It was because my mom had dried our clothes in front of the fire the night before. I mean, you was like hanging your stockings with care for real. Really? No, to dry them out. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's why the stockings were hung with care, right? Was to dry them out. They were freaking socks. They were stockings. Huh? What were they hung with? Care? With care. You know, twas the night before Christmas. Uh, don't tell me I gotta teach you twas the night no, before I Christmas. Know. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah, I bet it, you do, cause I you don't want me coming well, over there remember. and beating your green head. I, I just remembered. Fucking Michigan fan with green hair. I should beat his ass. It's. It was supposed it was to be blue. But like I said, it, what Go color green. is it? Go See, green. that's what I'm saying. Go green. That's what I'm talking. That's that bullshit right Go there. Go green. Go white. Yeah, it just, it's green. Michigan State, baby. Woo, woo. Okay, let's stop that. <laughs> you ain't watched one game in like six years. I can't watch the games. Oh, you could try. You could probably throw in your little VPN and go get to the I've you tried. Could, and you've I've got tried. friends that told you that you could use their little. Listen, I've tried and tried and tried. It doesn't BS work. And get to their account and all that goodness. That was for the. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Okay, let's whine about this for a minute. I don't understand why these companies don't have a way in this connected age for people who don't live in the United States to access the content on those channels for expats. Yeah. Because honestly, I mean, okay, do I want a cable bill? No. Am I watching all the stuff on your cable channel? No. But if I wanted to watch NFL from China, I can't do it. It's blocked in China. Right. That's not right. If I wanted to get a league pass or whatever the pass is. Yeah, we were going to buy. Can't do it. Right. You know, and I I think if even if you try to use the VPN, you might have an issue. We couldn't do it. I tried. Right. So it was a problem. That's it seems like that's dumbassery right there. Right. Because. There is no competing thing here. Nope. <laughs> it's not like and they got American loads. football and they don't even have international football. Right. There are China. loads and loads and loads of American expats all over the world. Mm-hmm. They are missing out on a huge market. I mean, they could they could drop the price because basically all you're watching is football. Right. And all you want to do is see the games. Yep. I just want to see college games. I want to see NFL. That's it. I don't care about anything else. Well, there's nothing else to care about. But no, I don't care about <laughs> any other season. I don't care about basketball. Wait, 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 wait. Watch, you do. Watch, watch yourself now. I don't care why, about college why basketball. Because the I'm, NBA is played in China. Right. The problem that I have is the commentators are all ch- Chinese and they get rid of the audio from the from right. whoever's running the game yep. in the states. Huh? Yeah. When the Chinese commentators are quiet. You can hear the English. Yes, but the problem that I have with that is. They're not showing it live. Right. Right. They're showing a rebroadcast of that game. Which means they've cut that, things right, out. And they've they've talked over it. And I don't I don't that's not I can't I that's part of watching a basketball an NBA game or even an NFL game and, and especially baseball and hockey Ugh. is getting the commentary Yeah. Like when they're not playing. Yeah. So in the in the dead spots in the game, timeouts and stuff. As well as 
uh, getting some insight into players and what's been going on around mm-hmm. the league from those commentators while the game is actually right. happening. Because yep. honestly, if you're watching it, I don't need a color man. No. I don't need somebody to tell me what's happening. Um, unless they're interesting in doing it. You see? Dick Vitale. Marv Albert. <laughs> right. You know, when those guys were talking, they, they, they would tell you what was happening because maybe you, like, like if you were watching the game, it became radio. You could just right. turn away. Steve and, Madden. Yeah, you could, you could listen and hear what was going on and, and stay with it. Yeah. Did you say Steve Madden? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Steve you're, Madden you're is a the shoe. Fan. All right. John Madden is the football. Steve Madden is the shoe designer. Oh, God. <laughs> my, my, my. Oh, Where is God. Johnny Gill when I need him? My, my, my. Um, you played him the other night. But Thank yeah, you for that. They, Yesterday. They absolutely, they are missing out. Yep. Because if they just made a thing, a pipeline available that you can just tap into and watch these things. Because you're, you're essentially, like, especially being here in China, you can't watch them real time. No. Well, like when we were in Thailand, they would sell all those boxes. Yeah, but those were different. Like, it was like a... It was almost like getting like a that unscrambler type yeah, thing, yeah. and it was like satellite, wasn't it, or yeah. something? Yeah. And then, but the, all the TV in Thailand was essentially satellite. Right. The bars would buy those things, mm-hmm. and then they would have six o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. expats flock into the bars yep. before the bars legally allowed to be open. But they've got all these expats flock into the bars so they can go they and watch, watch the, the game. football game. Yep. And, and then, see, I guess I don't. I, I I would I would rather be able to tune in to a game that say okay the games are going to happen on Sunday I can't watch them on Sundays because I'm in China right okay so so that's the games Monday are coming on Monday yep okay but I'm at work so how am I going to see the games right let me be able to watch the games on demand yeah let me be able to just watch them just create a thing that is like an expat type channel that where you can choose the games like a netflix you can choose the game you want to see you can have them ranked by week yep you get the whole league and you're watching it literally after it's run yeah where's the harm in that because if i have a league pass I am able to go back and rewatch old games. Right. And I'm able to go back like years in time yep. to watch games. So why can't I just watch this season, you know, beginning of the season, maybe even preseason, but up through the Super Bowl, and all I'm doing is watching this season's games? Well, you know, Netflix has this thing now where you can't watch it using a VPN. There are just a, a very small amount of VPNs that actually get through their firewall. And I'm sure that's by design, but we had issues uh, for a couple of weeks when China was really vamping up their ramping up their uh, blocking. Yeah, I'm glad they weren't vamping. They're ramping up their, they're blocking the VPNs. We couldn't get through to Netflix because it was showing we were on a VPN. Yeah. And so 
Netflix shouldn't have that shit either. If I'm paying for the service and I've got to pay for a VPN to get to your service, yeah, but why are you blocking me? Okay, the need to for a VPN is China. Yeah. Well, no, because if we were in Thailand, we couldn't get well, we Netflix couldn't get anything either because we're outside of the United right. States. Right. Yeah. Well, but but Netflix also has. I think Netflix for the UK and Netflix for yeah, other places, yeah. and so there. But that also means that they're languages. Like, so for example, right. my friend that's in Mexico wanted to watch Drag Race, but she was finding it on Netflix, and I kept telling her it's not on the American Netflix, and she wanted to watch it in English, but was only Rolling getting in it in Spanish. Spanish. Right. And I said, well. You could just play the episode, and I can tell you verbatim what they're saying. She didn't like that idea, but I wouldn't either. <laughs> like I want Karen's voice in my head as right? I'm watching the show. Right. That's very disconcerting. So I, I said, you know, that's they're not playing it on the U.S. Netflix. If you want to watch it, you're gonna have to watch it in Spanish, or go online and get it. I, go to YouTube my thing or whatever. Is, for these sports, especially sports that the rest of the world kind of doesn't play. Right. Why not? Why? Okay, one, why block it? Like, why would China block the NFL? That's kind of stupid because nobody's playing it. And trust me, no Chinese person is going to play fucking fo- football. <laughs> They're having a hard enough time with, with football. They couldn't even walk they, out I and mean, walk in the pads. That's not going to be a thing. Uh-uh. You know, Chinese people run, rushing out to play American football. No. Yes, it would be funny to watch. I would love to have a team. I would pay for that. I would love to have a team in China. I think they, they, they could play it, but they'd have to play it internally, like against themselves all the time. You could never go and play. Or other like, tiny little people. Well, it would have to be China. China against China. Because other countries have, they vary in size. That's they vary true. in in ability. They yeah. they you go to Thailand, you got people as big as fucking NFL players. Oh yeah, there's some big dudes there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's not they any place that cut themselves off from the world, South Korea, North Korea, they cut themselves off from the world and they really don't have a mixture of different uh genes. Yep. Yeah, you 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 you're screwed. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean I don't understand why the NFL is not here. That makes no sense to me. Why you can't. And and their jerseys are everywhere. And people are walking around right. with stuff with the NFL on it. That's those old messed up shits, right? right. But they, they're the there. Yeah. It's stuff, <laughs> the stuff is here and people are seeing it. But they're not ever watching these games. And they don't understand the game. Right. They think it's rugby. Oh, Lord. Yeah. You know, they don't understand the pads and the, all that stuff and helmets and stuff. So, I mean, why is the NFL not like they were trying to push themselves into Europe? But why? Why not Asia? Why? Are, why not just give people something to watch? I mean, if nothing right. else, it's a thing that people can watch. I mean, if they can watch those. uh those shows where people are climbing up things and falling down and like a kind of they're not Iron Man but um, oh like the the yeah yeah the Ninja, yeah, Warrior. Like the Ninja type Warrior type things. type things if they can watch that kind of stuff and they find it interesting 
Why not watch? Heck, they have their eleven own gladiators <clears throat> beat the hell out of each other. Yep, knocking each other's helmets off, and you know, two hundred and thirty pound dude that can run fast as goddamn uh, Usain Bolt hitting a motherfucker. Right? You know why not? Why you know? Yep. Which is scary in itself. Yeah. You know, Dion. Running after a motherfucker and just bumping him. I mean, that's that's a big bump. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's a move. That's a dude moving really, like really Donovan fast. Donovan McNabb hitting oh, you. Oh, Donovan McNabb just just pushing you away. Like, get up off me, motherfucker. Say, like, I'm bigger than all your second second. All the people back there on the other side of that line. Yeah. Forget the lineman on the other side of them. I'm bigger than all y'all. Yeah. Y'all can come over here if you want to. But you're going to limp back. Little, you can run over, but you're going to limp Warren back. Sat, Jerome Bettis hit him. You know what I'm saying? See little oil See, spots they on don't, the grass. They don't have any concept of how that game goes, how that works. Some Ray Lewis. You know? Oh, man. Ray Lewis just coming into the goddamn stadium. That scared the shit out of Chinese people. They fucking shit themselves. <laughs> Flat out. It'd be fun to watch. Through the TV. Oh my God, I'd so pay They'd be for like, that. oh my God, what is that? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> it's a crazy black man. Run away! Hell yeah. You, if, you had, if you needed an image of an angry black man, all you gotta do is watch Ray Lewis come into the stadium. Oh, I love him. I love watching him play. He scared the shit out of anybody. I'm sorry, but psychologically, that shit, I, I, that shit would make you pee your pants a little bit. <laughs> It doesn't make me pee my pants. Nah, man. I'm telling you. If you was on the other side and you saw that dude doing what he did to come in, it's like, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of, um, uh, Aaron, you saw it in, 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 in the Fast and the Furious. But that um, Samoan thing that they oh, do. Oh, yeah, the haka. Yeah. Before a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. And you saw it in, in with the soccer team. His kid, his his little girl, and this that, and they do it before they play soccer in Fast and the Furious, and the last one. Oh, you haven't seen the last one. Oh, oh you gotta watch that. Um, and and they do the they do that whole dance, and basically, at that moment, the other team is just like, yeah, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> and they're playing soccer, and they were just like, yeah, that that this is not a thing I want to do. These motherfuckers are crazy. Did you see that shit? I like a little Did you see the coach? I mean, this motherfucker is going to throw shit at us that we don't want to be a part of. You know? I mean, that that psychological thing, yeah. See, that's that's the thing. That's the problem that I believe China has in doing sports abroad. They don't have that confrontational nature where they're right. confronting people all the time. They're always looking to not confront. So they're right. always playing sports where they're confront they're, the thing that they confront yeah. is some inanimate object. Yeah. It's never the other person. Yep. So when they play basketball, it looks like Shit. polite basketball. It looks polite. It's not it's not like and I'm sure it's not this way but it it doesn't look like the way we play basketball. It looks it looks very pulled back, low oh reserve. Could you imagine a Dennis Rodman on a Chinese basketball court right now? You know what I would I would rather have? I'd rather have like a Daryl Dawkins. Oh. 
I want a motherfucker that's going to jump up, dunk the ball, look at your ass, bitch, and, and walk, walk away. away. Chocolate Thunder needs to come to China. You know what I'm saying? But the worm, that's what needs to happen. You know, he would violate a motherfucker. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. No, he didn't. No, yeah, that's but not... he would stick a finger in your ass. Okay, that was Dennis Rodman, though. That's what I said. Oh, well, see, that's different. They, and he was doing that shit to Carl Malone. And Carl at the at the time didn't nobody like Carl Malone because nobody could understand why the hell he was in Utah. This black dude in Utah with a cowboy hat. Black dude in Utah with a cowboy hat. Guess what? He got written off. He got sent to the other side. Quick. And he was from the South, I believe. Yeah. And he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He ain't got no ring, though. I'm just saying. He ain't got no <laughs> ring. Granted, I ain't got no ring either. But he ain't got no ring. Michael Jordan got a ring, though. Know what I'm saying? Know he got saying? six of them. Michael Jordan got six, but the best. The best six in the game got 11. <laughs> oh, you may. Bill Russell. Look, man. Look. You can talk about all these new cats, even up to Michael Jordan. You can talk about all these cats. Granted, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, if you if you got one ring, you're a fucking champion. That's all, that's all you need. Yeah. You, you really don't need no more. Yep. Uh, repeating as a team, that is a team thing. Okay, great. No problem. Okay. Three-peating. We made that a thing sometime, some point in the 80s, 90s, three-peat. Yeah. Okay. After that, you're just, you're, you're kind of talking about like dynasty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You, you, you've gone past. Yeah. You, you've now achieved something because, you know, the Bulls did three and three. Right. You because know, there's a, a year or two or whatever in there in the middle that they didn't win. So you're right. talking about three and three. It's Michael Jordan going, to, it's Michael Jordan fucking with fucking Bugs Bunny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> then he comes back and they start winning again. You know, right. it's like it's like right. It, it just goes. Okay, fine. He had to go get his jam on. Look, man, you gotta. Bugs Bunny calls. Got to answer the call. Yeah. I still think that that's going to be the mythological story of how Michael Jordan came back to basketball. It's the movie Space Space Jam. jam? Well, because you know he was Because, you know, in a, in 100 years, that's when people are going to go back and be like, this is a documentary on how Michael Jordan came back to basketball. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's how our history works. Because he wasn't doing so great in the baseball. Right, right. They're going to look at the baseball, and they're going to be like, okay, this is what he was doing in baseball, and he was terrible. And then all of a sudden, he came back to basketball. Why did he come back to basketball? Space Jam. Do you remember the day that he announced he was going to baseball? Okay, do I remember the day? No, because I was probably didn't give a damn. You don't I, remember his I announcement? I don't care about Michael Jordan going to baseball. He was quitting basketball to go to baseball, and I just sat there like, what? I said, what? Uh, honestly, I don't... I think the him quitting basketball was bigger than him going to baseball. I was shocked by both. I mean, I wasn't shocked. He was a, he was a, a good baseball player. He had been. A good baseball player, but he hadn't played baseball for Correct. years. Exactly. And you don't leave your profession to go do something now, you we've did got, as a we've kid. We've got more than one two-sport guy. Now I know. In the, that was professional. Bo did it. And so did uh, Dion. Right. So we've got guys that have done it. 
Have we had guys that did basketball and something else, though? No. No. I don't think so. We had guys that did football and baseball. Yes. But not basketball. See, no. basketball's a winter sport, man. You can't be outside. Nope. Unless you came up in the Rucka. You can't be outside. You are literally inside, and it's cold out there. It's a different world. Football, you get all the elements. Hot, cold, Soccer snow, too. rain. Baseball, too. You yep. get hot, cold, rain. Just can't handle thunderstorms. Right. I mean, yeah. Bo. Bo, Bo And in knew. Michigan, you get Bo snow knew. because, you know, you start training in March and April. I mean, I mean, I guess I just my thing is the when you look at when you look at these guys and and what they what they achieved and how they how that world was at the time. That's the that's the thing that I wish I could transplant to places like China. Right. Like I show, I show that uh, that documentary that ESPN did about uh, what is it called? The Dream Team. Yep. And they'll say shit in there, and I will bust out laughing, and all the students will look at me like, "Why are you laughing?" And all the guys that play basketball, it's like, "Cause y'all don't understand." When Carl Malone sits there and tells you, "I'm the best at what I do." Yep. You know, and 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 it's a it's not it's not it's not hyperbole. It's not him just talking. He f- believed he was the best man at that position. Charles Barkley be damned. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he that's yep. what he believed. Yep. Charles Barkley believed he was the yep. best at that position. Okay, now they're going to be on the same team. Who going to get the ball? Right. Who going to get the ball? I am. That's all you're going to see. That's all you're going to ever hear. I am. Yep. Who's I? That that guy, that said I, and every guy on that team said I, I'm getting the ball at the end of the game. Game comes down to the wire. Who gets the ball? I. <laughs> Everybody except Christian Leitner said I. <laughs> and Christian Leitner just sitting over in the corner like, man, I just I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I'm. I'm the college white guy. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sitting over here. I'm just enjoying the show. Everybody else is I. <laughs> I'm getting this motherfucker right. But see, they don't have that thing that you know. Not like sure, I, 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 I talked, <laughs> I talked to my my students. Now all of them are shorter than me. They're all itty bitty people, man. You, you don't know. have any tall kids this semester. I have no one taller than me in my classrooms. Oh, all right. Maybe one is a little bit tall, but he's gay and not athletic at all. No. And he's an outcast. Like, the, the, the Chinese people don't like him. This isn't the farter boy. Yeah, him. So nobody really likes him. He's not, he's not in the... He's kind of, he has not matriculated into the group yet. But um, when, you know, I, I look at him and I'm like, you know... There's kind of only one person on this campus that could teach y'all that thing about being a basketball player. It's me. Yeah. I'm the only one. 
There's no one else of all the foreign. Te- there's no one else to teach them that thing about that sport. Yeah, because- and that that sort of anger. That is it really anger though? Yeah, or is it's it- anger. It's anger. Yes. It's a. It's a. Why the fuck are you out here with me? Mm. It's a. It's a. I'm gonna could- shoot this three pointer in your face, and I'm gonna look at you like what? It's an, it's, is it anger? Is yeah, it, it's anger. An egotistic. No, 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 it's anger. it's anger. It's anger. It is anger. It is, look, motherfucker, you shouldn't even be on the court with my ass right now. Take your ass home. Take your ball. Go to fuck home. Get off this goddamn court. Anger. Mm. Yeah, anger. I'm glad you didn't bring the anger at me. No, nah, man. We was playing for fun. We were playing for fun. No, no, I ain't, I ain't that. Now, now that doesn't mean I did that because you're a woman. No, the person that taught me the anger was a woman. Yeah. Okay. Tay put it down. It wasn't fair though, because she was a lot better than me, <laughs> and that wasn't that wasn't right. Take a little boy from the suburbs, throw him in the city, and then t- put Tay Wisher on his ass. That ain't right. <laughs> that was not right. But when you, when you, uh, have that that drive, like these kids, they're all like kind of rich kids, and they they don't know, they don't, they have no drive for anything. Their their only motivation is whatever their parents tell them that they should be doing. And a lot of times they don't want to do what their parents are doing. So then they go to a passive aggressive state where they, then they don't want to do anything. Yeah. They don't have that thing inside them, that anger, that thing that says one, I want to excel at what I'm doing. Right. For me. Right. Or they don't have that thing that says I have achieved a certain level and Nobody is taking that from me. Like I don't have anything. They don't have in this culture that is not. That's not. It's just not here. It's not here. And that's why they won't be good at basketball because everything is handed to Mm -hmm. them here. And the people that are playing basketball professionally didn't come up that way. They came up in sports schools where they just learned basketball. Right. They didn't. Like our best players literally came up in a world where they were competing. From being like like five, six years old. They were competing with somebody. I mean, like Michael Jordan, his competition, his earliest competition was his own brother. Right. You know, that's yep. that's where the that's where the I need to be better than him yep. type thing. Well, all of us had someone that we just could not get over that hurdle. And yeah. you worked hard to get over that. It was not, I want to be as good as Dr. J. No, no. no. You admire Dr. J for what he had yep. achieved and who he I was. I need to beat this person. But I got right I got here. this guy right on the court with yep. me right now. That's the guy I need to be better than yep. today. Yep. You know, and I need to I need to find a way to get the crowd because there's always a crowd yep. behind me. Yep. To say that boy good. That boy's good. Right. You know that's what you need, and and that's playing at the park. Yeah. That ain't even getting on the team. Right. That's not getting on the team in high school. That's why a lot of these kids, I think we have one student from Wei Ming that's playing 
basketball for some high school or something in the States. It's like, what? dude, you're not going to ever get past that point. Yeah, you might be a work, hard worker and you might be on the practice team. You know, you're like, you're the practice guy. But you're he five only foot, made it because he's you're the five foot five, five, Right, you're five foot five, five foot six. You can only, you have a two inch vertical. Sorry. And your follow through you know. is shit. And your shoot, well, shot is you know, shit. It, and I've seen you play, and damn, I'm better than you are. And I'm a five foot. Oh, I used to, I used to go out there with the kids at Wei Ming. Fat ass. And I used to stand there in, in regular shoes, and just be like, "Y'all don't want me out here, because this ain't. I you don't you don't know what I know. I could be old and fat with bad knees. Guess what? You still ain't getting. You're not gonna win." No. This game, you're not going to win this game. No. I can miss 100 shots and you will still lose. Yep. Why? I cannot make any, I cannot have any points and you'll still lose. No, you, I, I'm going to, I'm going to get the points. But what I'm saying is I'm going to miss way more than you do. Yep. Because I'm, I haven't, I'm not up to par at this point. I don't know that you would miss more than they do. I've seen them shoot. No, I, I might miss because they're playing every day. Yeah, so but I might miss like more, grannies. but they got to get their shot off. They are literally like... No, no, no. You got to understand. The kids that I'm talking about are the kids that actually play basketball. The ones that think they're going to go to the United States and play in college. They, no, I've never seen one good enough to play anywhere outside of the park. Well, they, they don't know that, though. See, and they, don't have, they don't have that thing that drives... That thing that says, I will foul your ass really fucking hard. To make you think twice about taking that shot again in the next two minutes. Look, my 11-year-old cousin could take them all. But my point is, they don't have that. You're right. You know, so when when you're going for the ball, even though it's going out of bounds, what do I do? Do I just let it go? Hell no. I go get the ball. And I make sure that you fall down trying to get it. And then I laugh at you as you And I just to look, no, I just look at your ass. <laughs> you ain't got to laugh. You just look at him like, what? Say something. Because if I can get you out your game, I'm going to win this game. Because mentally, I know how to play this game. Yeah. You see, that that's the thing that they don't teach well, these kids. They don't have that mental That mental thing, that mental aspect of basketball and being mentally tough. I've, I watched a kid fall down on the court, and everybody surrounded him, and he sat there whining. And I'd be like, get your ass off the court. Like, get up. I, you got your teammate right there. Pick his ass up. Move him to the side. Tweet, tweet. Ball in, motherfucker. We're not sitting here watching you whine about the fact that you twisted an ankle. Get your ass off the goddamn court. See, that's me. No blood, being a ref- no Look, foul. that's me being a referee. <laughs> yes. Like, like, okay, you, you twisted an ankle? Uh, okay. That's good. Um, Get up, now Two move. of y'all come over here, pick him up, drag him over there. You got subs. Sub in. Let's go. It's not a 30 minutes watching your ass sitting there writhe around on the ground I talking about you're in pain. Fuck you. Get your ass out the goddamn way. I have never played a sport ever where that was an acceptable I ain't behavior. kidding. It shit happened. I, I got... You do that to me. This shit happened on the court at the school. Really? This yes, school. yes. Because you sent me pictures of it. Yeah, it happened. It was like, you know, no, hell no. You got to. Nobody. Yes. Okay. Because they they, they thought that no, they no, fell no. down, so everybody had to cater to them. It's like, no, no, hell no. 
pick his ass up, get his ass off the goddamn court. You have, they had like seven people on a team. Could you So imagine? they had subs standing there. Could you imagine, Aaron, you get injured on the court or on the field and you're just going to lay there when there's nothing really wrong except you twisted an ankle? I mean, Nothing's if you can, broken, you're not bleeding? You, I mean, a twisted ankle can keep you from walking off the okay. court. Okay. But. You could sit up. My ass can hop off that motherfucker. Thank you. I can get out the way. Look, I had a dislocated and at the very knee le- at and the I very got least, off the court, feel myself. At the very least, I could roll off the court. Thank you. You're going to get off the way because I don't want to get stepped on. You're going to move anyway. I got a dislocated knee in the center of the field and I got off myself. Nobody helped me off that field. I walked off myself. Yeah. But get that's, up. But the yeah, game's got to keep we, going. We start playing sports, getting injured. Yep. Dealing with injury, dealing with adversity, dealing with pain, and you keep going. We we do that from a very young age. Yep. Being a pitcher, I, I got a line drive to the forehead. Oh man, the first time the first time that I, shit the hurt. first time I got hit in the back by a pitcher. Oh my god, I felt like I got shot. I I, I actually <laughs> the, 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 the vision the, and it wasn't. It, trust me, it, it hurt. It, it was, really it was hurts. not that bad. But the visual I have is like the, ah, I'm shot. And you like fall down like a little girl and you hit the ground. That's exactly what I picture in my mind. I I was playing like peewee baseball. And and basically I was standing there. I'm in the box. The pitch comes and it went behind. I could see it going behind me. And I moved forward, but it still hit me. Yeah. And, you know. You're lucky now, it was now, only Pee Wee League. The baseball that player in you wants to get hit. Yes, because because then you now take you're the... now you're taking a base. Yep. But the person in you fights that shit with every fight. Doesn't want to get hit because you know it's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah. No matter where it hits you, yeah. it's gonna hurt. There's a and guy. And it was like dead in my back. <clears throat> There's a guy in my high school who got hit in the cheekbone with a pitch, and it shattered his cheekbone, and his eyes fell down into the into his face. It was bad. I I think I think they clocked the pitch was like 98 98 miles an hour hit him in the face. 98 miles an hour. Who the hell's pitching at 98 miles an hour? Where the fuck was you? High school. Little steroid. Little steroid taking little fucking pitchers in high school. 98 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, that's a little fast. You no. sure it was 98? Yeah. Because you know in the pros they kind of clock around 98. I know. Uh, you're telling me this is a pro pitch? This boy was <laughs> in pitching and hit 98 hit him in the face. I don't know, 98 is <clears> that, don't sound, that don't sound right. The line right drive I got to the forehead was not 98, but uh, it knocked me out. Smack dab in the middle of my forehead. I kind of I wish I had the ability to bring that Tenacity? No, you know what? No, fuck that. Ain't tenacity. It's the fucking sprinkles, man. It's the sprinkles that me and Aaron been talking about. That little bit of that negro ness, the sprinkles, the shit. Wait, are you you trying to tell me I have negro ness sprinkled all over me? But negro ness in when it comes to sports, that sprinkle, that is in all sports. That thing is in all sports. 
and it's it's there it's it, because it's usually poor people playing them. Yes, it's people that are disadvantaged that are trying to right. <clears throat> the sport is a vehicle, and that thing is there. It's like built in. Even if we're not trying to make it to a league, we're trying yep. to get the hell you're to get out. out of. You're trying to change your circumstance. Yeah, yeah, and yep. I think that idea of the the underdog. Um, Making the grade, you know, getting out of where they are, yep. moving on and, and moving up, uh, making a better life for their family or whatever. That thing, that Or feeling, even just escaping the family life for a few hours a day. No, no, I'm talking about the long term. Oh, yeah. You know, that this yep. is a vehicle that's going to remove me from this circumstance. Like, I'm not... I'm not going to be my father or I'm not going to be my mother. Right. I'm not going to be stuck here, you know, in this coal town or whatever right. it is. You know what I'm saying? That. In this teeny tiny yeah. little village of yep. a thousand people. That thing. And people seeing it as, and I think for a lot of people around the world, football is that thing. Yeah. You know, not American well, football, but soccer. soccer. Yeah. That is that thing internationally yep. to get them out. But yep. like in um, even in India now, they're talking about crickets like cricket, that. Cricket is a national religion <clears throat> in yeah. India. That's yep. what a man said. I heard him say. I think today, cricket is a national religion, and we don't care about any other sport. And that's where the problem comes in. Yeah, because they don't have any of this wherewithal with any other sport. But we we were at that Indian restaurant when during the cricket finals, and we watched some of that stuff. Those crowds were crazy. Yeah, but I don't, you know, fuck cricket. <laughs> fuck I cricket. don't understand anything about cricket. cricket is, it, All it, I know it, about cricket it, comes from cricket British look, TV. Cricket looked dumb and it's long and it can <clears throat> last for like days. Days. Yeah. One game. Days. No, I ain't playing no game for days. That yep. just sounds stupid. Yep. But can I just whoop your ass right here, right now? Why? Why? I gotta, <laughs> why we gotta play around with this for days? No, no, no. Whoop. Right <laughs> That's just like tennis. Tennis could last for days. I've like, never gotten into tennis either. You tennis, like tennis. Tennis, but I'm not tennis, a tennis can last. Game. I mean, there are some games. Uh, uh, if you don't have, if you don't have a tie in football, it can last forever. If you, if you're not allowed to have a tie, like right. in the, uh, like in the NFL or the or or the playoffs or the uh, the bowl games, where you can't have a tie. Then the, essentially you could go on forever. It could just keep going, as long as the two teams kept playing and they kept matching each other. You would keep going. Same thing happens in tennis. You can have a tie, and then you have to break the tie, and you have to win by two. Well, win by two means that once I score one, and then you score one, now we're tied again, and you keep doing that over and over and over and over. We can do it forever. Right. <clears throat> Baseball's like that too. Went off to the side, and for some reason, he just broke down crying. Okay, there's everybody no crying in like, baseball. What's not baseball, tennis? Um, <laughs> everybody, even the crowd is like, why did he walk over and just start crying? And no one really knew why, and it was like he had received some news that somebody had died. And okay, what does this have to do with playing games for a really long confusing. time? Okay, stop. Flash, you, you have taken us taking us down a road that we don't want to go down freaking crying. There is no crying in baseball. It wasn't baseball. I'm, okay, no that is a metaphor sports. for every goddamn sport. There is no crying. 
You learn you that. You get your ass out there. You suck that shit up. And and when we say suck it up, it's like yeah. right up the eye, right up the cheeks, back into the eyeballs. Keep moving. Don't lose that water. You're going to need that later. You learned that when you were taking kung fu lessons. There is no crying in baseball. Get your ass on. Gone. 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 Ah. Shit. I'm telling you, man, if it ain't broke, you ain't crying. No blood, no foul. So if you're if something broke or you have a serious injury. Look, man, if something cry. broke, everybody. No. Let, every, everybody no, if you if you're something broke, <clears throat> you, you're probably going to cry. It's going to hurt. Right. It's going to hurt bad. Because I've seen people where people were, they have oh, compound fractures. Compound, fr- no, com- the compound fractures where, you know, bones are sticking out of legs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. The, I, I'm sorry, but the no crying rule kind of goes out the window at that point. But the, you know, oh, it was such an emotional moment and I'm going to cry about it while playing. It's like, man, please, you better man up. Better get on. You now you can you can cry at after you win the championship. You can cry when you lose the championship. But that's a championship. <laughs> you don't be crying about no regular season game. <laughs> you better get back to the lab. And get that. Get back to work, baby. <laughs> There's no crying about that shit. Oh, that's funny. You know. Well, heck, think about how we react. We are watching. We're watching Drag Race and one of the queens starts crying. We're like, shut up. What's wrong with you? Are you really equating sports and drag race? No, but it's the competition. It's the competition. You're really really equating sport and drag race. Yeah. It's still a competition. They still get overly emotional. That's like equating drag race and chess. No. Yeah, because your rationale was... It's a competition. It's a competition. So is chess. They're super emotional. Oh, you telling me they're not emotional when they play chess? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they are. Because they want to win. They want to win just like the, they're playing against somebody. They want to win, and the person they're playing against wants to win. You think you think it's not emotional? Of course it's emotional. They've been practicing. Mm-hmm. They've been playing games. How many times have you seen somebody playing chess just burst out in tears? FYI, I don't ever watch anybody. <laughs> you understand? I know. I'm, I'm not watching nobody else. play chess. You know how boring that is? Have you ever seen it? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And it makes, yeah, it's it's like because, no. Even if they got a timer and they, they no, it's not, it's too much time. Uh, speed yeah. speed chess is fun to watch, Even like but regular chess is not fun to watch. I saw somebody that did that, and they're like, it started off like a minute, and there was a clip of this dude doing like this, and then they sped it up, and it was still boring. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, no. No. No, not. But but you, I don't think, I don't know if you can equate Drag race being a competition. It's a sport. To bowling. It's a sport. Is bowling a sport? Yes. Um, oh, yes. my. No. See, that's, that's the, this is yes. where the sport snobbery comes in. No. Because is golf a sport? Well, that's my point is when is archery a sport? Yes. Hmm. Really? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. 
okay, what about, what if I take a, a gun shooting at targets? No. Is that a sport? No. So you tell me all these things that we do in the Olympics are just not sports. No. <laughs> so if I put if yes. I put drag race into the gymnastics and I say it's a competition, it should be able to go in, right? Yeah. Man, you better tell RuPaul put that shit in the goddamn. Man, Olympics. don't tell Ru because he had that I shit. You, in I the bet Olympics. you to be the biggest thing watched. I bet you it will be too. It'd be like basketball and RuPaul. Yep. I I think you're right because that it's man a, it's has a competition. He's got. Yeah. Yeah. That man's got an empire right now. Look, it's he not about get, empire. He could get into about, sports. It's not about any of that. Your right. idea was that drag race was a competition. It is. Worthy of crying when something doesn't go right. It is not worthy of crying. Oh, oh, it's not worthy of suck crying. Suck your shit up. No, oh, you no, don't suck cry. It up. Oh, suck oh, it up. Suck it up. They can't, they can't cry. Okay, nope. so they can't cry, but it is a competition. It is a competition. Just I mean, like that basketball that they were right. playing. Shut your ass are up. You, I don't want to see you crying on the sidelines. I'm sorry. Shut I'm up. sorry. I'm sorry. It's not Shut the same. It. it ain't equal. It is. There is no comparison to what's going on in drag I get race. just as irritated. So you're t- no, no. You getting irritated has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Punk ass these bitch people, crying. these people are not doing something. So you're saying it's an individual thing, like skeet shooting, like target shooting, like sport. bowling, like golf, where it's not a team sport. Well, bowling can be a team sport. No, I'm saying not a team sport. It's oh. not. A, these things are not team sports. Archery, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And you're going to put them in the same category because they're competitions? Yeah. Hell no. You try to be a queen. You try no, no, to tuck. Not, put yourself not about, in the hills It's not about any of these things being difficult or any one person being able to do it. It's about the idea that should you equate them? Look, what I, my point was is I don't want to see anybody cry, any man I know, but you're crying. only talking about yourself. You're only talking about yourself. You're talking about you. I just said you're saying, I. You're saying, I don't want to see. I That's don't. irrelevant. We were talking about men crying in sports and when it's relevant for them to be crying in sports. Never. Of course it's of time. If when? you win the championship, why can't you cry about it? Because then you a bitch. No, hell no. That means every man that's ever won a championship is a bitch. Okay. Are you out your mind? I didn't no, they, no, that's not how that works. Just like, just like losing. Cry. Crying for losing. Sure, absolutely. You just worked for a whole, more than a year, your entire life to get you to that point, and you didn't win. Yeah, okay. that's cry worthy in man world. Okay? If you can cry over a goddamn commercial, they can cry for that shit. They've been working for it their whole life. Commercial just came on for the first time. Your ass over there crying. Yeah. Are you out your mind? I'm allowed to cry. No, 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 no. no. I don't have you testicles. <laughs> no, hell no. I don't sound that You're bad. You're talking about something. Oh, yeah. oh there have been times. When you watch Moana, that's how you sounded. But it was very emotional. See, it was yeah, touching. See, crying right now. See, look at you. For granny. That's what I'm saying. Right I mean, you got to. I, I, All I'm saying is when it comes to the sports. Asia, China in particular, there's a there's an aspect of sport. Yes, I said sport. 
one sport like aspect of sport. Now I'm you're getting your British dealing around the fucking British people too much. Listening <laughs> today, shit. We listen to the BBC. aspect of sport that they don't have. Yeah, that thing they don't have that, that killer we, instinct. Yeah, they, no, I think they have a killer instinct. No, they do. They want to win. It's not about them not wanting to win, and it's not about them having an emotional attachment to winning and losing. They have that. They do feel bad if they lose. They don't want to lose. Well, that's because they don't want to lose. But face. they don't. No, <clears throat> it's not. It's not. I don't think in sports it has anything with losing face. They don't want their. They may not want their coach to lose face. But that's different. That's a different thing. That's just winning and losing. I I think that they don't want to lose. They want to win. But they don't have that that. Je ne sais quoi. Anger. I'm telling you, it's anger. The word you're looking for is anger. It's not anger It for is me. anger. <clears throat> it's determination. When that person walks out on the court and you know that they are not worthy to be there, that is fucking anger. But Get how- your ass off this court. <laughs> you should not be here. You are not worthy to be here. And as soon as that first game is over, that's when you start getting... Shit thrown at your ass. Get the fuck out of here. Mm. This ain't you, man. Go somewhere else. Play with the little kitties. Hit the kitty table. Do another thing somewhere else. You said play with a kitty. Hell yeah. I, I'm serious. I mean, that everybody who's played a sport like that has been through that feeling. No, you can't play with us. No, you're too young. You're too little. You're too inexperienced. We've all had that feeling where you went to the court with your basketball, your football, your whatever, whatever that sport was for you, and the, somebody's there already that's like, no. I don't think I've ever had that happen See, to me. you don't have that feeling then. You don't have that thing that is that I got to get over this hump just to play. Now, once I get there, I find out that I'm not even as good as anybody else here. So now I got to get over that hump. And you keep, your whole life is getting over those humps. Oh, this coach don't want to play me. Now I got I to gotta prove to him that I should be out there. And you just keep doing that over and over and over. All through your life, every single team, every time you go out to play, you're always going through that. And then you get to a fucking professional and you lose the championship and you're telling me that that person shouldn't cry about it are you out of your mind they spent their whole life getting there okay it's not a small feat i I mean they dedicated their entire life to this one pursuit it would be like somebody who starts trying to climb everest as a like a five-year-old they climb a little bit, they come back down. They climb a little bit more, they come back down. They just keep doing this their entire life. And you tell me by the time they get to like 30 or say 25 and they finally make it to the top, they shouldn't cry about it? Frozen fucking tears? Hell yeah! <laughs> Frozen, Frozen tears. But, the, but that's what I'm saying. They should. Mm. They've spent their whole life trying to get there. And that's the, that's the thing about, say, professional sports. People that are in professional sports, that's exactly the road they've taken. 
True. I'm sure that if you talk to those people, they cannot remember a time where they didn't play that game. Yeah. You know, where something else took higher priority. They don't have those things that, that this thing dominated for them. Right. You know, that's my point. And that thing, these kids don't have. No, they don't. That's why I can walk on the court fat as hell. Old. Old. Crippled. Crazy. Fucking crazy. <laughs> and go out there and be like, get that shit out of here. Yeah. It's like, y'all ain't ready for this. No. You know, and I'm I, not that good. You know what I'm saying? But Me it's either, just. Either, but I could beat your students. <laughs> but I mean, it's just the idea of this thing, that thing in you that you can turn on and turn off. I can yeah. walk on the court and it's like, I'm not lacing up my sneakers. Right. I used to do this all the time. I'm just not lacing them up. Right. You don't if we get to the point where I got to lace up my shit. It's over. Now, no, it's just now, now we're playing. Right. Now I'm engaged in playing. Until right. I lace up my sneakers, I'm not really playing anything. I'm right. just kind of playing around. Yeah. You yep. know, we're, we're just shooting around. We're just warming up. Yep. My shoes are not tied up. Yeah. As soon as the game finna start and we finna really get down, okay, now, now I'm tightening this shit up. Mm. You know, it's a different mentality. Yep. You know, the knee brace goes from being under the knee and folded over to being pulled up, and it's right. like, okay, now, now it's a, now it's a party. Yep. You know, now it's I'm licking my hands and wiping my feet off. Right. You know, I'm slapping the floor. No, you will not score today. I mean, it's a, it's a, that whole mentality. It's that thing that yeah. we go through as basketball yep. players. You just like, okay. You got him, you got him, you got... I got your ass. Right. Okay? Let's get it on. I mean, it's... That thing, that mentality, Chinese people do not have. No. I think the ones that play competitively because they've gone to school for sports. Right. They've gone to the sports schools. I think they develop it a bit. Yeah. Because of whatever they tell them and how they teach them right. to play that that particular sport, so you see glimpses of it. Yep. With like the badminton, the ping pong. The you badminton. See it. We had a student when we were in Benchy <clears throat> who had gone to one of those schools, and he played badminton, and he decided after an injury that he didn't want to play anymore, and it was really hard for him to be able to get out of the program. Mm -hmm. And he had convinced the government to let him out so that he could learn English so then he could represent the badminton players. Mm. So to watch him study, here is this 19, 20-year-old guy in, with this, in this classroom with these little kids because his English was, you know, poop. Right. And he, he didn't care. He was determined to learn the language so that he could... You know, get the hell out of China, basically. But sports bring a, a, a different level of focus. Too. Right. Yep. A different level of determination and tenacity. Yep. And yep. and he's, he's the first person, probably the only person I've met since being in China that has had that. Yeah. 
And, you know, he's 19, 20 years old, and he just didn't care that he was in the lowest level class, and he was coming to, to classes every day. Mm-hmm. And he would just go in and sit in the classroom, and sit, I thought he was a parent at first until he got to uh, an SBS 1 level, and I was like, what are you doing in here? And he said, oh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to learn. And Wanru tried to explain to me what was going on, and I was like, oh, Okay, I see. But he couldn't afford private lessons because the government was paying for his classes. He's the only person I've ever met in in all of our years here. Because the kids that we would deal with are spoiled, rotten, (sighs) rich kids who don't have to fight for anything. But this guy was not a spoiled, rotten, rich kid. They fighting for scraps. New I. New new Apple watches, right? These, these what was what is that ugly Tip ass watch shoes. they all like? Oh, that ugly ass that Casio G Shock thing. That thing is fucking hideous. Why does yeah, anybody want that? They can't help it. All right, you got anything else? I think I think we've given the people enough. It's only been three hours. Again, another three hours. Yeah, man, we got we got our holiday three hour two. Three-hour episodes for the holidays. All right. We're good for the rest of the week. We'll see you next week for a windy new year. You want to hook us up? Here we are. We are. uh, You want to talk to us or or do a thing? YouTube, Facebook, The Traveling Fars. Email, travelingfars at gmail.com. So easy. Uh, The blog. The traveling fars.blueberry.net. No ease in blueberry. Thank you. And uh, iTunes is the traveling fars too. If you if you need that, it's not hard to find. Twitter, Instagram, traveling fars. There you go. There's the stuff. Karen. Yep. Karen. Yep. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. Adios.